and sometimes your equipment just needs to be changed out. That's 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 simply oh. what needs to happen sometimes. I'm sitting here, the music's going down, and I'm just relaxing, and Mark's pounding, <laughs> pounding the, mixer, the mute button. Because the mute button on this mixer doesn't turn off, so I'm sitting here slamming it over and over and over. And then and we just, just make eye contact and <laughs> and read our minds melted right there what? with like the hmm, mind meld. Hmm, I think we need a new one. <laughs> well, we were just sitting. That was funny because the countdown. I mean, when you hear that music, it's it's podcast. Oh, it's time. game time. Once I press that button it's to game start, time. there's no going back. So I had to unmute you as fast as I could, but uh, <laughs> apparently it didn't want to unmute you. Whatever. There is no going back once you hit that. Welcome everybody to the X One Bros. We are your positive gaming and Xbox One community. This is. Podcast number 201. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 bros. First and foremost, it's Mr. Big Spicy. Howdy. Oh, hello. Howdy. Howdy. I was just checking the camera. Hello. Oh, hello. there we go. Uh, Next is Jordan the man, Jordan Paskett. Uh, right there, right there. You don't have your own camera this week, I guess. Jordan, is your mic on? Oh, there you are. You're just a little bit. Uh, I, I just kept you quiet. There you go. Now I can. Now I can yeah. hear you better. I just had to wiggle the mute button. <laughs> yeah, that's and last but not least, <laughs> I am X One. We are the X One Bros, guys. I have some big news. Inspired by both of you, mostly oh. Jordan, and then Mark inspired me, and now I too am the proud owner of a bidet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you, I have never looked more forward to sitting on the toilet than I do now. Yeah. And, and in fact, I avoid I, at work. I hold it like my <laughs> my gut hurts. Well, see, I'm I've like, always done I'm that. Like, I'm like sweating. I'm like in pain. Oh, I'm like, why don't you just go to the bathroom? You don't understand. Because there's no bidet. <laughs> it, changes it changes your life. My life. It's sanitary. It's refreshing. And it, and it's it's a good. Now, you had the opportunity to try out the warm here one. Yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, I I did the warm thing and I didn't like it. Yeah. Did you just drop your soda? <laughs> now you're gonna have to be careful when you open that there, Man, buddy. You're, you're you're here. I gotta wiggle your mic a little bit. You're. I don't hear it so good. I don't hear. It's because it. he was. I, I, he was. I wasn't oh, talking. You're yes. messing with me. Yeah. He was sitting back from the mic yeah. there. Don't open. Don't open that soda. Anyways, you're not a fan of the warm. No, water. I'm not because uh, you don't feel that brisk sensation like you just brushed your teeth. That coldness, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, obviously you didn't brush your teeth, yeah. <laughs> you brushed uh, something else, but you just, you get that, that, uh, wake up sensation. Oh, it's great. It's great. Anyways, it's changed I, my life. I, I honestly feel like the colder one, you feel more clean. Yeah. yeah I, I would agree with that. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's like a junior mint. They're, they're refreshing. <laughs> a, it is the, the, the cold version of the bidet is the junior mint it's of the bidets. junior mint of candy. Junior mint of candy is what a cold bidet is it's refreshing <laughs> it's just absolutely fantastic yeah. <laughs> thank you so much everybody for joining us today live on the show if you'd like to join us uh monday through friday we stream live on mixer <laughs> mixer.com forward slash x1 bros you can also join us live here every friday the times fluctuate a little bit but it's always in the evening it's always between nine uh, to ten thirty or eight to ten thirty eastern is usually when we get started mm -hmm. So come and join us every week. Welcome everybody who has joined us in Mixer this week. Jordan, what did you have a chance to play? Anything big? Any big? Any big stories you have to tell us about the week? Yeah, I played. So I played a lot of Fortnite. Yes, I'm uh, tier sixty one now. Oh, there yeah. you go. Get on it. Just forty more to a hundred, which will be nice. And then there's another game I played. <laughs> Good for you. Just you. don't remember it. Huh? <laughs> no, well, I've, I've been watching the Halo Championship series, which is really fun. Yeah. That's going on right now. Yeah, right actually. now. Yeah. Right now. I was watching it yesterday and then a little bit today. But, uh, man, I was. I played something else and I wanted to talk about it, but I forgot. Well, 
Welcome obviously, to old age, man. Welcome. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't that. Well, was it meant to be? But I, f- I felt like it was a good... T- oh, Destiny. That's what you it was. You did play yeah, some Destiny. Destiny too. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I what did you? Now, why did you jump back into that? I wanted to try the DLC that came out a while ago that I... That you didn't... You never had a chance to play? bought, that I never played. <laughs> so, and how was it? Was it everything you had hoped it to I be? I actually ended up not playing it. Oh. Because I ended up doing other stuff you, so, <laughs> in the game. But How uh, was it being back in Destiny? It's fun. It was a fun After game. After a, rather, a game, yeah. rather long hiatus. It was uh, it was fun, and then I jumped right back into other games. But no, yeah, it was, I mean I, they have a good system. Yeah, it no, works, they, right? They really do. So it's Iron Banner for Destiny. So that's oh know, yeah, that's yeah. always that's always, that's a, always good a good time. Yeah. Did you uh, get any Iron Banner? Like, do you know what I played like for three minutes just right before I came over here? What did you play? Sea of Thieves. Oh, oh that's that, right. It's that's, the open beta. Yeah. So anybody final, can jump in right now. Final open beta. Yes. So that means anybody what, can download it. They've added a the merchant faction, I think, so you can go collect chickens and oh such yes. things. Yeah, that comes out in 11 days, right? Yep. The 20th. Yep. That's, yeah, 11 days away. I actually really liked, uh, they, they came out and said, like, hey, just so you know, guys, stuff is going to be broken. We know. We want it to be broken. <laughs> like, they're, they're really just trying to iron out, honestly, like the last the few bugs. things. Yeah, they, they basically came out and said, look, during peak hours, if you try to log in, you might be put in a queue. Just know that we understand that because we're trying to keep the people playing happy, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. And he goes, understand that if you're playing, sometimes the gold won't transfer correctly. And so they're just basically, it's kind of like trial run almost for them, practice night, you know, like... Yeah, like they they trying to get the everybody calm up before you know. the storm. Yeah, it's the rehearsal. Yeah, the yeah, rehearsal. Yeah, the dinner rehearsal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's really it's I'm ex- it was just it's fun. Eleven days. The water in that game man. from Sea of Thieves release. Let's get predictions. Do we think it will be a huge success? Do we think it will be meh? What I think it'll be. A what huge are success. Our, obviously we all hope it will be a huge success. But Jordan, you think it will be a huge success? Yeah. Why? Because it's different and fun. Well, and it's like really the only true pirate game out there right now. And I mean yeah. like true pirate. Like the point of the game is to become a pirate legend. This is true. Like that's the campaign. Become a pirate legend. My con- my concern in playing the beta, and I recognize that the beta is not full. Re- I mean, obviously, it's not full release. There's not everything in there. It, it's very, very limited in what you can do. But my concern is that there's not a lot to do. Like besides the tomfoolery that we had, my concern is what... It, more is there and when they bring that and I know they've had the videos and I watched the videos what more there actually is but when they bring that in is it enough to hook me and keep a player base online consistently over time I think it can and keep be. it fun it can has be. potential to yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean because we just what was it like two weeks ago we just found out about the quote unquote pirate raid yeah. skeleton raid yeah that, which they type which is in this beta it is so yeah that oh. they're saying you'll see the dark clouds over the skeleton islands and you can go and get loot and progress your pirate legend that right there that shows potential to get loot that you can't necessarily get otherwise you mm-hmm. know what what essentially a raid does is it's a very hard and you do it so you can get better gear right yeah so that right there has potential to make this a gear game kind of you know yeah. kind of a just like a Diablo or whatever, because the or even Destiny or any of those type of games, which will keep a lot of people satisfied for a long time. Yeah, if absolutely. they do it right, unless they're like Destiny, where you can get it all in a week and a half. Yeah, yeah which would be Destiny Two. I mean, so. yeah, yes, and that, and that's my concern. It just is there. Is there enough there? Do they do it correctly? Yeah, it's probably I'm, because I'm sure they plan enough, but do they do it correctly? Because if they don't, that game will be big for a week or two, and, and then it'll fizzle away into no yeah. man's land. Unfortunately, it has potential. Uh, so we just have to in. 
in a week and a half, we'll have to play it and find out. Mr. So. McSpicy, Jordan's leaning yes. He thinks they've done it right, that it will be successful. Do you think that it will be successful? I mean, obviously, this is a shot in the dark. It's solely our opinion, our intuition. So the question is, do I sea think... Sea of Thieves. Do we it's think it's going to be the next big thing? The next big thing? Uh, I, I I hope so. Sure. Um, they, I mean, they have some things. I mean, with the betas, we have purposefully been held back from everything we could see which a lot of the criticism is there's not a lot to do after that initial let's be pirates on a ship which by the way that is awesome because stories are created just by that atmosphere organic stories Yeah. yeah yeah which is great how how long that'll last if there's nothing else maybe a week or two but if they have that loot grab, if they have the options to progress further, the raids, the skeleton raids, the mm-hmm. the leveling up system, which I see, what I really like to see, and, and I think it exists, is the instruments leveling those up and being able to play different songs and emotes as you unlock and as you progress as well. Because uh, like the hurdy-gurdy is like one of my favorite instruments now because of this game. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love I love pulling out that hurdy-gurdy and standing just cranking it. while well, everyone's working on ship and I'm just cranking <laughs> that hurdy-gurdy. Well, and remember, like you said, it was just a beta. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're perp- like betas are not demos. I think betas and demos nowadays diff- especially Two different get things. confused a lot. Yeah, Like absolutely. betas are not demos they're supposed to be broken so yeah. they can fix them yeah and they're I'll, supposed I'll t- to only have certain features because you have to try those features i'll you tell you I mean? another concern that i have about sea of thieves the fighting on the ships is what we wanted to do uh-huh. when we were in there fighting against other ships yeah. taking yeah. them over that was some of the funnest things that yeah. we had doing it skull of bones by ubisoft is coming out and that game is solely focused on sea fighting Dog, yes. You know, okay. fighting with ship, okay, but yeah. can it be overtaken if it does? If it, if it does, if that's the funnest part of Sea of Thieves, if that ends up being the funnest part of Sea of Thieves, does a game like Skull and Bones from Ubisoft mm-hmm. come out where that's the focus, that's its bread and butter, and it's only focused on that, and and do better than Sea of Thieves? That that is a concern that I have. If well, if, so I, I Skull and Bones is is strictly sea battles, right? Strictly sea battles. Sea of Thieves is the whole pirate package. I feel like you got more to do. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the entire pirate package <laughs> or PP. Well, no, I feel will. I feel like well, I mean, I feel like they're essentially they're almost two different games. Sea of Thieves is really more like a pirate role playing game that sure. does have the battle feature, right? Whereas Skull and Bones is just battling you know what i mean no, sure right. have the campaign I, I, you know obviously what I mean? like, but my concern is that the battle in sea of thieves is the funnest part of that game and if a game is coming out by ubisoft and that's the only focus this is well, on this funnest aspect it could be, be overshadowed but, eventually yeah but i i don't i i think it depends on the person you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like the funnest aspect could i mean we had a ton of fun well see but see that's all ships. we had in, that is the, true. in the beta that is so true. you uh, that's kind of disingenuous to say to the on the beta that it's the only thing that's fun because sure. that's the only thing we've had no but my concern is what if that is the funnest thing to do out of everything that they have in their sea battles is still what everybody wants to jump yeah. in to do. If it is the case when a skull and bones comes out, it could be overshadowed in the long run. That that's just, that's just a concern. I mean, it might not be the funnest yeah, thing. It just yeah. depends on how they do it. 
Yeah. You know, if it's rewarded and in, it's, it's how the battles take place. Yeah. In Skull and Bones, you can't shoot yourself across the ship. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And in, and sea, of, in sea of I've, Thieves. I never made a shot. Yeah. Never. What the hell? It was so hard. Well, it, honestly, it really depends. I think it depends on the detail they put in the game because Sea of Thieves, what's so cool and fun about it is the fact that the ocean played such a huge role. Oh, like yeah. in Skull and Bones, so is it going to be as similar? I'm, I would imagine you and have then, to. Another major factor you got to think of is we can actually log in and play Sea of Thieves, whereas Ubisoft doesn't have the best track record. For with, network game, yeah, for multiplayer for, for guy. That's, that's Especially at first. That's actually a valid point. I mean, eventually over time, Ubisoft does a pretty decent job yeah, of supporting they, its game. It's just on uh, the only one that these exceptions are Rainbow know, Six. No, Rainbow Six. Well, but Rainbow Six did have a little rocky start, but they were the best, They're I feel the best, like. Yeah. And... I, I would say, you know, yeah. Ubisoft has turned around and like the Assassin's Creed launch was good, but that's because yeah, that, it, it was good. That's because it was single player. Single player, <laughs> so there was a single player only online aspect. Anyway, have a rough 11 days till Sea of Jexter, Thieves. Jexter in chat brings up a good point. Sure. Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass. That is and true. That, well, that's going to be mean, huge. And that's a big selling point for that game because it's essentially free if you have Game Pass. Yeah. And yeah. now, although, now with all the games coming out. Although I pre ordered it still. <laughs> I wanted the black suit pre-order pack. All right, I want to be a fair enough. Yeah, it looked cool. <laughs> I think you know what? That's if, how if they can figure out a way to somehow like or discount the pre-order. You know what I mean? If they can figure out a way to do some because the pre, or, some of the like I know a lot. Or of honestly, it. just let me purchase that separately. I don't. I yeah, will pay yeah, to purchase. Yeah. yeah, I would too. Cosmetics because I. Well, I that, mean, I know some that's people a free to play game. Yeah, that's that's, that's the model. That's the yeah. model. I know. Can we turn Jordan down just a smidge? I know Smidge. some people don't care about pre-order <laughs> bonuses, but I mean, I, some like that that cool black pirate outfit. I I, I mean, some pre-order bonuses are kind of cool. Yeah, no, I I agree. Anyways, eleven days till Sea of Thieves. Actually, I've always been disappointed. I've always been excited for my pre-order bonuses, uh-huh. although I haven't really pre-ordered a lot. But when I have, <laughs> I've always been like, yeah, that wasn't as cool because there's one already in the game, pretty similar. Anyways, I think physical pre-order bonuses are the yeah. best like giant like back statues like the titanfall 2 statue i would like a that was awesome or a male or, sorry it wasn't titanfall 2 it was the titanfall 1 the titanfall statue one. Yeah. first time lit yeah. up yeah had lights on it so cool really cool it really was 11 cool. days super exciting if you want to support the show you can do so over on patreon <laughs> x1burrows.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash positive gaming we want to take over the world of positive gaming we want to expand it's because of our great supporters and people like you viewers like you that we're able to continue this and able to really come out and continue to increase mm-hmm. our quality and bring out new features and bring the community closer together so thank you everybody who supported us there and if everybody just went over and donated a dollar a month we would be able to do this full-time easily and that is our dream one day i played the Darwin Project, everybody. Yeah. That just released today. Yeah. I got On game preview, yeah. Game preview. I got a couple matches in, and I have some observations. Number one, I had a ton of fun. That's a good observation. It's a great observation. That's a good sign That's for like an a, observation a of yourself. The first, I'd say, three minutes, I was super confused about what to do because it's Battle Royale, <laughs> Survival building yes <laughs> like okay the three it's these three it's like genres kind of Fortnite melded together there's 10 players in a match so there's just called h1z1 yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that, which there's some news on h1z1 did we see the news on h1z1 no so it came out today this afternoon and i meant to put it in there let's talk about it now oh yeah, yeah. before we get back to the darwin project yeah. h1z1 went free to play announced it as of today h1z1 yeah. is free to play i think they it's had only to on pc though aren't they I think 
I think that includes the Xbox. I don't think, no, I mean, I don't think the game is literally on it. Oh, no, no, not, not yet, but it will console. be. So it's going free to play everywhere. I think they had to do that with the pressure, Fortnite, PUBG, well, H1Z1. Fortnite just killed that game. I might yeah. I might take a lot of, uh, what do you call it, flack for this, but I, f- I feel like H1Z1's just, it's just the family pet you got to put down, man. Like, it's... <laughs> It's That's sad. Like, I know it. It is, but like, <laughs> come on! It don't. It's it's, it's struggling. Like it's. Is it though? I yeah yeah yeah. Is it it really? is yeah, according to the most recent reviews on Steam. Yes, and those you can trust because <laughs> those are from real people. Well, hey, no, it tells me how many hours they played. Oh, the I, only oh, review system you. that tells you how many hours they played. If someone leaves a bad review and they only played point two hours, I don't believe that guy. H one Z one though going free to play. Do you think that? helps it on its release uh, definitely you think it, it helps it it helps it yeah it doesn't hurt free to, free to play is pretty powerful with yeah. games did they have so is, I, I don't think it'll help it that much let's go this way do <laughs> you think, think it helps do you think a, a battleground only you just gave game? that old horse new sh- new horseshoes well, it's not gonna run still very fast anymore I mean it, well okay the, <laughs> we played h1z1 and and we liked it for what it was but then you had games that just in my opinion were better yes yeah well, and yeah, and that's that's really all I have to say about it. Okay, just games came out that were did better at what H one Z one did. Juarez Walder says it hurts me because I used to love that game, but it's true. Too little, too late for H one Z one. This brings us to a larger question. That's why it's like the family pet. The battle royale <laughs> battleground mode, I think, has to be free to play at this point. I think that's what Fortnite shows you. I think H1Z1 moving in that direction shows you. Now, PUBG has been the exception and has had tons of success. Well, How much more success were- would PUBG have? If they went free to play right now, I would say uh, they'd have a lot. PUBG, right. it works well, and they might go free to play eventually. Who knows? But it works because they were the first ones to do the game right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that so they were. We can consider it the first mover advantage. Sure, yeah. absolutely. And that's so they did it right. That's why they could charge that. I don't. Going forward, I think you're correct. At I don't. This point, th- I don't think all these battleground specific battle royale only games need to be free to play. For instance, the Darwin project, I think will be free to play. I okay. think what you're paying for now is the early access in game preview. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, that's exactly what Fortnite what did. Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite basically said, Hey, you know, you can play our game through a paywall. It's free. Our game's free, but you could, you have to pay for it. Well, yeah, what they do, they're like, hey, next next year, which is this year, so it should be releasing soon, releasing our game full release free to play. But if you want to play it now, Gotta buy it for twenty bucks or thirty bucks. I mean, that's essentially what preview programs are, but they did it in a way that that, was okay. That was yeah. I felt like they did it good. Yeah, they did a good job. Fortnite is very nuanced. It's a model on how like how to do everything. Yeah, they're like and and every their uh, stuff. I don't know if I'm gonna get flack from this. Is rolling. They pretty much ripped off everything (laughs) and every idea that they've had and make it good. And they made it better. Yeah, and and. You know, it's like Samsung with Apple. I mean, you know, they just went, oh, that that smartphone's cool. Let's make one exactly like it. I mean, Blizzard has basically made its career taking. Yeah. Taking. If you actually, yeah, if you making them better. Yeah. If you watch, uh, if you like watch their documentaries, like they all played Ultima online and EverQuest. They're like, how can we make this better? We can do this better. And they did. And they did. And they just. Eh, let's not name it anything else. Let's just call it Battle Royale. <laughs> so sue us. <laughs> well, what's 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 oh, man. what's oh, really well. what's really fun funny about that? And I don't know if you want to. I mean, like I thought it was funny, but so they named it Battle. There was that whole suing, where yeah. like threatened to sue. <laughs> Fortnite is Epic Games, and Battle Royale uses the Unreal Engine Four, which is also Epic Games. So 
It was like, yeah, I just felt, oh, I felt bad for PUBG because it's like, hey, they took our thing, but they also supply our engine. Like, I don't. Well, that's what like, it that's, was like. This, it's like, it's a like Samsung time, yeah. and Apple thing because Apple was suing Samsung for all their cell phones. But Samsung makes all their screens. It makes their screens and it makes their flash memory. <laughs> and so it's kind of a weird relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's your PUBG Fortnite. Like, they should do a mashup. We're here. suing you, but thanks for all the good hardware you're giving us. But we're suing you. They should do like a mashup game of PUBG Fortnite. Like they should come together for a week event and these games just intertwine with each other it's somehow. Like, yeah, what is that? It's like uh, cro- sitcom crossovers. Yeah, 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 exactly. So to summarize, going forward, Battleground modes or games yeah. probably need to be free to play. Well, and I, and to, on top of that, like you said before, I think they're going to be a standard game mode. I think you're going to see them in the next Red Dead Redemption. I in the next Halo, I think, yeah. and you know maybe even you know Call of Duty or Battlefield. What you know what I mean? Like the I think it's going to become a game mode. Yeah, as if well. PUBG went free to play today, it would see an immediate boost. People, oh yeah, definitely. People check out Fortnite because it's free. There's no risk. There's no risk to just check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's a powerful. Dude, that's, how powerful. They, that's how they yeah. get you. You go in and check it. It's like walking into the the Best Buy or something. You're like, oh, I just want to look at this, and well, then you I, end up like buying four things. Yeah, and that's what happens. It's the well, browse and, and mode. Even yeah, the browse. Within this week, they came out with a. New, have you seen the new dance in Fort G that you can buy right now? Uh-huh, and then the it's new the game river mode. dance. Yeah, Fortnite. So we, or I mean, in Fortnite. Yeah, they just. Do, Fortnite does things right. Yeah. Their stuff guy is rolling. He is good. Like he's sitting <laughs> in his office. He's got a corner office now. And I think that's, I think, I mean, Fortnite is kind of whimsical as well. Yeah. With whimsical style games, you can be a lot more free. With well, you your, don't have a limit, really. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like yeah. seriously, when you kill somebody and then do river dance on their body, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I want that. I want to spend the $20 to get that that river dance. And the loser. The loser. Anyways, that one bringing, hurts, this, like, bringing, bringing this back, I did play Darren Project. Yeah. Release today, free to play or not free to play preview Xbox preview mode. I believe it's like fifteen dollars, right? The, it, like it's that. going to be interesting to see the development of this game. I think this game has big time potential. In all honesty, they've just got to do stuff right. So, for those of you that don't know, there's two modes in this uh, in the Darwin Project that you can play. I only played the basic standard mode. There's a director's mode where basically someone can change the map and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah, th- and that's. Doesn't that get into the mixer integration it and gets stuff into like the that? Mixer yeah, yeah. And it's stuff. gonna be really interesting how they and do that. And then there's duos mode coming as well. Anyways, you start out, you're in the mountains in Canada, apparently, is where you're at. And there's sectors, they're all polygons. It's a map of polygons. And poly each polygon will close off and it'll be random. So it's not instead of a circle closing, it's random sectors okay. closing. You can freeze to death. So you've yeah. gotta collect resources yeah. and then build fires. To warm yourself back up, they will drop electronics. Will drop every once in a while. You got to run over there, dismantle it. That enables you to build different weapons, different abilities. I built a shield. I built an invisibility thing where I can go invisible. You have bows and arrows, and you can upgrade upgrade your different isn't, bow isn't and that arrow. Like your main weapon. That's the, your the main arrow. Your arrow. your bow and, and then arrow. Don't you have like a hatchet or something? You can choose different arrows. So before you load in to the game, you can customize your wheel. You have a wheel. And basically what you customize is your style of play. So you can, for instance, if I hunt a deer or I take apart a couch, there's couches randomly throughout the place that gives me leather. And then I have wood from trees and I can build armor. I can build jackets like fur to keep me warm so that I don't get cold as long, stuff like that. 
before you go in, you can decide what type of those items you you choose from. You put on your wheel. So you can build, you can get, like, not just if you can have a combination. You have three options. So I had invisibility. I had a shield that would pop up a bubble shield. Oh, and yeah. I don't remember what my third one is. Radar, I think, is what I put on detection radar to see other people on the map. That's a good but one. you could choose. There's like 10 other options. And so you really customize your style of play and your character before you even jump into the match. And then it's all about I won. I won. I won. My, I won my first match and I won my third match. Wait, so like you were you were the victory I was royale. The, I was victory, and I think or, it was just the, the combination winner, that I winner, used. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah, I got to. It's all. Keep in mind, it's only ten people. Only ten people in the much map. much smaller maps. Much though, smaller map. Yeah. The sectors close off, but going invisible. I highly recommend going invisible. But it's a lot of fun. You can track players. So if you see, if you discover, you could put down traps. If you put down a trap, if someone puts down a trap and you come discover it. It then will show you where that player is, and you can see him, and you can go and track him. Yeah, really interesting concepts, though. It really cha- it's it's like a hybrid battle royale, Rust type of. Well, I I just mode. really I like the small. It's definitely built for fast esports yeah. yeah. type games. You can see exactly where they're going. It's game preview, so it's not a finished project by any means. But it's going to be interesting if th- if they do it right. It it could it could be something super special, or it could just fizzle off and be an average game. But it definitely has that potential. I had a blast. I had a blast. They don't yeah. hold your hand with anything, and I still because normally sometimes things can get tedious when you do that, and you can have a bad leave a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, not with this at all. I was blown away. Now, how does so since there's only ten people, a couple mm-hmm. questions. Since there's only ten people, can you team up with a friend and jump in? You said they're coming out with a duo mode. Yeah, that and it shows when you launch up the screen. It shows there in the middle, like coming soon. This duo is mode. What about like a squad type mode? So I don't know. I don't know the other mode. Keep in mind, I've only played the basic standard yeah. mode here. I'm just interested to know how the commander mode works, or what is it, overlord mode, or whatever. Is that the same thing that like Battlefield? Well, that's yeah, where you like your your kind of right. So you, I mean, it's you director have, mode. So you have yeah, a director, director and actually in this mode there was a director and he was he was choosing what items to drop and stuff like that and what sectors well, it's essentially to close the off. game maker from hunger games it's hunger games yeah. Yeah. this is very hunger games esque that's the feeling where it's it's combined not just looking for loot you're crafting your loot you're looking for materials to craft loot is is the difference here also trying to survive you could be in the middle of a match like i was fighting this dude i was actually lucky that the guy didn't play it correctly i was fighting this dude I was starting to freeze to death. I had to build a quick fire. He was running away, so I built a quick fire, and then I went after him. So it's it's really interesting. It's hmm. it's this interesting concept. I don't want... It's not quite Battlegrounds or Battle Royale. I'll have to jump in it tonight, because you said... Yeah, it uh, sounds fun. I like that... Yeah. I'll be honest. I like that it's only 10 players. I think that's its strength. Okay. Even though there's ten players, does it still feel actiony then? Oh yeah, well because the map's yeah. probably a lot the smaller, smaller and, I mean, and yeah. the segments, and I like that random sectors. Well, it's very like sci-fi-ish too, isn't it? Very, yeah, very sci-fi. Well, I uh, I really dig Absolutely. the art style. I that's one yeah. of my favorite art styles that uh, stylized. Like I like the Warcraft art style, the Fortnite art style, the Borderlands, gigantic, gigantic art style. Like I like that style of art style. That style yeah. of art style. So it's very, style, you know, I, I like that, yeah. Well, so it, I, does, it does have potential. I'm really curious when you guys jump in to Darwin see. Darwin was a scientist, right? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's evolution, right? That's yeah. who he did. I knew evolution. he was someone he, big. He, like, f- took a boat down the to. The Galapagos. Yeah, the Galapagos Islands. Yes. And that he learned about species. Biologic, biological evolution. I actually took a very specific class in college <laughs> on oh, this. Yeah, it's college. actually fascinating. Yeah, Darwin. 
Yeah. I knew he did something. Anyways, so. the Darwin Project, very, very excited. Yeah. Very excited for it. I Big think it has a lot of potential. Game Basically, preview for $15. $15, right? yeah. Survival of the fittest is essentially what and it is. And that's what this game is. Yeah. Giraffes, longer necks. The longer the neck will survive. Because ah, yeah. they can reach more. And so, yeah. they can, Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, how, that's <laughs> what it is. That's what you do. And uh, you want me to go into the news or more no, no, we no. haven't even done the news. I haven't done my sound yet. No, that's OK. That's OK. <laughs> yeah, we do have some community plays. First and third oh. Saturday of every month. We have community plays. Last week we did Forza Horizon. I'm going to say I had fun in the community play. I was a little bit disappointed by the game itself because we had never. Ha- First of all, oh. we're starting to max out on our community play invitations. Like not everybody that wanted to was able to play. So we need big games that can handle yeah. everybody. Because even in Halo Five, before the week, be, the we, we barely made, we barely made it. What needs to happen is private servers for Fortnite. Private servers for Fortnite. PUBG has some big updates coming. A roadmap that came out this week. Yeah, because yeah, that would be Dude, then the greatest community a play free ever. to play, which will unlock it for everyone in our community. At least a hundred people. <laughs> At least one hundred one zero zero, and B. I mean. Anyways, what I was disappointed in the game is I never, I've always done multiplayer there, but I've never had a large group of people and I didn't realize multiplayer games are only 12. We had double that. I mean, we had a lot more than that. So we had to have two different races going all the time, but it was a blast. Forza Horizon, so much fun to race in. It was a good time. I was in group two. (laughs) (laughs) I was too. Yeah, you were in it. And then we had uh, a couple other people with us and we just did our own little mini meet. Tons of fun. Forza Horizon, always a blast. Anyways, our next community play is Saturday, March 17th. It's Battlefield 1. Now, oh, it's going to be very specific. It's Battlefield 1 Apocalypse Maps. So if you have Battlefield 1, you're more than welcome to come join us, but you're not going to be able to get in. You are going to have to have the Apocalypse Maps, and I highly recommend those maps. If any, we, We've all played those. Oh, fun. T- how fun are those maps? Yeah, Super fun. They're fun. They're a fun time. Yeah. Anyways, Saturday, March 17th, noon to 2 Eastern. Come and join us first and third Saturday of every month. We'll put it up in Discord. And if you haven't joined us on Discord, <laughs> come join us on Discord. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're talking games, baby. 365 days a year. Getting to know everybody. Give Another game that Jordan and I got to jump into this week that I also want to talk about before we move on. Yeah. Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, yeah. The dwarf. It's the dwarf mining fighting co-op game. Yes. We are of two different Also opinions. early access, it's, right? Yeah, I believe it's early access as well. Yeah. Yes. I was not impressed with this game. I thought it was okay. I was bored. I was bored out of my I mind. I have no because I didn't play it. I was bored out of my mind. Granted, I just did. We just did the tutorial, which the tutorial is a little bit tedious. Yeah. It's a little bit tedious. Got to admit that, Jordan. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then we jumped in and we did a match. And a it's, tedious tutorial. And it's kind, and it's, and it's kind yeah. of fun. It's, it's 40 kind of, hours. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's definitely challenging. I just. Well, it, it, it can. It, it can. It. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I don't, that's. I really don't hey, here, know. Here's this. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just. See, you don't know either. It's just. It's one of those games. You I just, just did not have fun with it. I was. I. That's it. I just did not have fun. <laughs> I saw it as. Te- I saw it as tedious. Maybe when, if you dive a little bit more into this game, it really opens up for you. It reminds me of Evolved. But instead of fighting another single player monster, because everybody from every the four dwarves, you have your special special specialties and you work yeah. together. But instead of fighting that, you're fighting mobs, basically. Yeah. And I just I didn't think the mobs were that interesting. I didn't think I this. I think it is early access. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we. Yeah. 
it wasn't bad. Like the art style is nice. The concept, I get where they're going with the concept. It, it has just, potential. it just didn't keep, there was no carrot on the stick. I didn't understand the draw. Like what, who cares that I get these minerals? Who cares that I can mine through? Well, cause it, like, I mean, but you can't, funny, we, you we can say that about any game, We right? Well, well, but we, other who, games. Who cares if I shoot this guy? Yeah. Who cares if I <laughs> yeah, get but, the princess no, from the castle? No, but other who gives a crap. But other games make me care. Oh, okay. This okay. game didn't yes, make it is, me it care. Yes, it is game preview. But I mean, it is game preview, right? So there's there's a lot of work ahead of them. But we like we. To be fair, we didn't really get into the crafting with our minerals. But it just because we by that time didn't have any interest to get in the crafting. To you know what I mean? Yeah, like it, you just you kind of it, it, it started lost, slow and it never ramped up yeah. and it never. It never, it, there was no hook there. There was no bait even. I was in an ocean with no bait to hook me. Yeah. Hmm. So, so that was a little bit disappointing. Now, it's this game preview. I can see where they're trying to go. And I think the concept is good. It just hasn't, they've, I just, I just don't think they've done it correctly. What do you think, Jordan? Do you think he's, I, Jordan's not, yeah, Jordan didn't, I, wasn't I, as bored I, as I, I was. I didn't hate I was, it. I, you know, I, I, know I was bored. I think I fell asleep twice. I <laughs> did. <laughs> it was pretty bored. <laughs> you know how Jordan was with Warframe? That's how I was with this game. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I, gotcha. I was like, okay, Jordan, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> See you later. And then we went and played a different game. It was just, <laughs> maybe maybe it was the time of night we played it at. I don't know, 8 o'clock. Was it where we tired? I don't know. It was I wasn't just, tired. Yeah, it, it was game just, made me tired. Yeah. It was like I don't War know. and Peace. I, like, I really don't know. They put it into a game. War, War and, and Peace. Peace. The book. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It really wasn't. It, re- it wasn't that bad, but I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't my cup of tea. Now I saw a lot of people in chat that disagree with me and did have a blast playing it. So definitely, it's it's game preview. Go check it out if it's something you're interested in. It's four player co op against mobs of monsters. Uh, my experience, my very brief experience. Granted, I hadn't played it for that long. It just didn't hook me, so it just might not be yeah. my style. And I was just, eh. Mr. McSpicy. Did you yeah. uh, did you have anything special that you did this week? Anything you played? And I had a, a warm bidet experience. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You did. Oh, but we're talking about video games. Yes. Right? Uh, um. I mean, I just played my usual. I just did my well. Fortnite has become your the usual. usual. Well, what tier are you now? What's my what? What's tier. your tier now? You're you're getting up there too, aren't you? Thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty eight nice. or so. I I have the the L dance now. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh. But no, I I like I like the I, they do challenges right. Fortnite is just killing it. Really good game. I'm excited to keep. I'm actually excited I to had end a, the show to play it. I had, a, <laughs> I had a good time jumping into. You wonder what I think Fortnite does well more than PUBG. It's easy in, in the respect. Not not the gameplay. I mean, obviously there's advanced players in there. It's easy to just jump in and play. There's no learning curve. In PUBG, there's a learning curve, especially how to shoot. Get good with shooting. With Fortnite. You jump in and it's just it, you can just shoot. You could kill. You. I mean, it it really the ease of access is yeah. there. It's like Hearthstone. It's easy to pick up but hard to master. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a really good way to describe it. Absolutely, completely agree with. That. And I had a blast playing playing that game with. Well, you. I'm glad because you're our fourth man now. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want man. you to play I've, with now. Us I've more not then. bought the battle pass or whatever I need to, to purchase you, for you, it. You ten dollars or a thousand. See, I feel like that unlocks a whole new world okay. of awesomeness. Here's yeah. why I've not g- jumped into okay, that. Okay, here we go. Tell us. <laughs> if I pay the ten dollars, I feel like I'll have to play that game. And right now, I'm hooked on Minecraft. Well, yeah, because if you don't finish your tiers by the I'll end lose of the my ten dollars. They're gone. <laughs> that's but why see, I'm but glad that's I'm how tier sixty one. This is like one of the few games where you can earn your money back. As you play, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. can. You use no, but that's what I'm saying. That's never happened before, other than playing the game. Oh, uh, Warcraft, you could do that, couldn't you? 
You could ruin your subscription each month. Well, now you can. You used to not be able to do that. Oh, well, now you can. Mm. Now you can. But it's so ridiculously overpriced that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. like impossible. Well, because they control it, and they're like, nah, let's make money this month. And they just crank up the gold <laughs> that, that it dial? takes. Yeah, no, really, I think there is. Uh, I need a new yacht. <laughs> yeah, they go no. up two knots. Because, okay, so they're called, they're called total citation, they're called WoW tokens, right? You can buy, the, and it, it's a two-way street. If you if you want gold, you can spend real money to buy yeah. a 40 $20, sorry, a $20 WoW token, and it'll give you the gold that it's worth. Yeah. So they're like the you treasurer spend, in the United States. They're like, yeah. control the, yeah. inter- so the you interest. Can, yeah, so you can, if you're saying like, oh, I'm really long gold i don't mind spending 20 real dollars to get a bunch of gold right and then on the flip side you can say i have a crap ton of gold but i don't want to spend 15 dollars for my monthly subscription i'll buy this wow token yeah. and that's how the, it trades but honestly i really think they sit in their little command center and they're like ah, let's let's make money this month and they just crank because some like you log in and you're like holy crap it's like three hundred thousand gold you need to and then like that. other times it's only one hundred fifty thousand gold every time i go to sell one it seems to be really low <laughs> And every time I go to buy one, it seems to be really high. Uh, that is, yeah, it's the they. The yeah, no, I really think there's do, do, the do, token do. knob. It's like on Back to the Future, you know, the, yeah. the speaker knob that he just dials. That up. is too fun. Yeah, and that's how that. So works. this entire, how long have we been on this entire like thirty minutes? This is still the prologue of the show. <laughs> like we're at the prologue of the we show. We haven't still. even gone to the news. We've yet. gone even gone to I the news. Yo, I have this button ready to we've press. We've got a great show for you today, everybody. We eight yeah. bit blonde is in the house. She's she here. is going to be talking with us for a little bit later on in the show in our discussion segment. Before we get to the news, though, let's go to our True Achievement leaderboard and let's go over our top four players. We've got Stu Schnicken, Chin Doctor, Cuddly Daddy, Tay-Tay, Beast Middle, coming in a nice sixth place as Rocker Dude. Congratulations, nice. everybody. Who that's The top one, by the way, is 16,000, and then the next second place, only 4,000 gamer score. That's huge. That's a big difference. Oh, there we go. Golf clap. Golf clap. If Hold you'd on. like to get on the True Achievement leaderboard and compare yourself to other gamers, if you're an achievement hunter, we welcome you into the community Huge. here and come and compare yourself to the rest of the community. Just go over to trueachievements.com and search X1 Bros. Don't follow me because I'll come up, but also the leaderboard will come up. That's the one that you want to click on and follow, and you will be included in it. It's a fun time. Achievement funny hunting is fun. It's just not my thing. It is. It is fun. It's no. It's, it's like the hunt. It's my casual thing. Casual I like thing. it yeah. because Jordan's right. He said this a couple of years ago. You can actually see how much better you are than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your virtual. <laughs> Whatever. Muscles. <laughs> it's I, your virtual yeah. muscles. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> always at the bottom of the yeah. list. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And with that, yeah. let's get this show on the road. Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world. That is Xbox One this Dude, week. Dude, uh, there's a lot of big stuff, man. Big. There was some let's big come news out swinging, so, swinging hard. So first Mike thing, Tyson. Division Two was. Announced. Oh, it got re- it yeah. got revealed, baby. Yeah, it was announced. They said, "Hey, it's real. We'll it's show real. you later." Is basically what they said. So they, they said did. it's coming, and we'll see more at E3. And honestly, that's really all we have. That's it. That's literally. That's it. it. Someone sent me a fake trailer. Just <laughs> that was just a repeat of number one. <laughs> that was, that and was I wondered because I'm like, wait, they're staying in New York? What? And Christmas time. <laughs> this seems an awful lot. That was a cool What they should cool do trailer, is though. do like a movie trailer of like the Blade Runner or something. Yeah. So it's random. Just, just random. Rick, Rick, Rick Roll, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> from the official link. So Division 2 was announced. We're super excited. Now, we all got into Division 1. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great game it was a good game i think they supported it really well i think it improved over time there it is, it is perfect timing for a refresh 
their battle royale mode, if you will, was the, really sur- good. the, yeah, survival. the survival mode, which you can really categorize as a battle royale mode. I mean, you were playing with a bunch of other players. It and came later, like yeah. the updated yeah, 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 one, yeah. where it pushes it, you towards each. The it center. was fun, yeah. super fun. It was like well, a, you know, a hybrid it, PVE battle yeah, royale. Yeah, because you had to like evacuate. Remember that was, I think, physically impossible. <laughs> yeah, you had to. You had to be really good. <laughs> yeah, and you had to know the map. You had to know where the guys yeah. go. And you know, had to know which... Because it was those electrical... What what screwed me over was the guys that electrocuted you. Yeah, because they yeah. stun you. They stun you, and then you're, you're screwed. And it's always on like a four-way stop. Like a helicopter can't come to the top of the building. <laughs> I know. They... First question. Yeah, those pilots need to be retrained on where to land. What city... Assuming, assuming they stay with the same plot, the same kind of storyline, the same formula, if you will... What city would you like to see Division 2 take place in? What city? do you think would be a cool place? Uh, I got one. Uh, I think London. London. That would be cool. I think London would be would really be cool. cool. Wouldn't that and basically I, be kind of the same thing? And I want to see a larger... I don't larger, think Tom Clancy's British, though. I want to see a larger city a larger overall. City. Like, Well, New York's pretty big. Uh, and I also want to see uh, different areas. So maybe maybe not a London. Maybe maybe instead of a city, you, you got. How about like a like a Seattle where you have the city, but then, then you have, you have the like the woods. Yeah, like you know that. what I mean. I yeah. see where you're going. Or there. like a Hawaii. There you go. You can do. And a then Hawaii. you've also got the beach, kind of in Seattle. You can go over. To yeah, the ocean. you have Waikiki. Waikiki. Hanama Bay. Yeah, no, I think I think a place with a variable variable. Different environments, environments, biomes. Exactly, I think would be good. Mister McSpicy, how about you? Any any cities? Any, Does biomes it have would you to be like in to see? Uh, the United States? No, I think it could be anywhere. Because well, India Tom, would I think be crazy Tom Clancy's cool. India would be American. cool. But, oh, I, no, I think Tom Clancy. Yeah, okay, so yeah, we're because he's because he's from America. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, well, a lot of his stories take place in other countries. Do they not? Tom Clancy? Oh yeah, yeah all over the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, Russia the world. would be cool. Well, Rainbow Six, which is basically an elite squad. Yeah, that's so. why. Yeah, well, Rainbow Six is uh, the dude that's John in Clark, the which is like. By the way, John Clark is basically Snake from Metal Gear. I think they actually. I think he actually is Snake. His name that. is his code in name the is next Snake. Metal Gear. That'll be the big twist that they. <laughs> that it was have. actually yeah John Clark, <laughs> but which by the way, Tom Clancy novels are fantastic up until about two thousand three. After that, it kind of fizzled out. But those books are really good. Yeah. Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games. Yeah. Those those are really good. So city. Rainbow Six. <laughs> Rainbow Six is an amazing book. Phoenix. Recon. How, how about Phoenix? Let's go well, to Phoenix, the Arizona. Well, is that like Division the desert? Is Rainbow that's like the story of Rainbow Six. Yeah. The virus? The vi- if if Rainbow Six didn't stop Rainbow or the virus, that's what we would have. Yeah. The division. Oh yeah. Just so you know. Just saying. Phoenix. Uh, no. Phoenix, Arizona? Is that what you said? Get, get the desert in there? Desert? No grass, just gravel no for everyone's grass. lawns. <laughs> really hot. That would skin you your shins. Heat. Because <laughs> you, you know how you run and slide Yeah, you gotta wear knee pads down I, I there. think Jordan's <laughs> right though I think you need variable biomes or environments To mix it up That was kind of the weakness of but Division But see, like, like in India mm-hmm. Like, you know I think you could do really cool stuff With the, the building structure You have your slums And then your nicer stuff That's and, true And you would have really good art I think it would be a cool art yeah. style Dense Yeah, no, in, I, in places. yeah and I only know this from Slumdog Millionaire. I don't know anything <laughs> about Millionaire. Uh, I think Tom India. Cruise was in India when he was climbing that building. Well, I think that possible. was Dubai. Oh. Dubai would be cool because you'd have really, you could do the, like the tall buildings. So like you yeah, have a very cool, high yeah. end and then kind of your desert. And you season. could, yeah, one of those buildings has now, this like is a ski a, resort. Yeah. Now, this is assuming, of course, that 
it sticks with the same formula. formula. Oh, uh, sorry. I guess there is a few other things we know. <laughs> there are certain things that you will be able to transfer for over from Ooh, Division One. What is that? And that's all we know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's it. There are what? What did you say? There, there's going to be some things that you can take over from Division One, and the same company or developer, Ubisoft's the publisher, and they're still there. But the same developer uh, are going to be uh, spearheading the second one. Okay. And obviously, they've probably been working on it for the past few years. But so yeah. let me ask you this sure. then: Dark Zone was kind of it was super hyped in Division. It's what everybody jumped into at first when it first came out. It, yeah, it, it had did. its. It had its good things. It had its flaws and its weaknesses, which they improved upon. They yes. did improve upon it a lot, and then that's where that's where survival came into the mix. It didn't. It it maybe didn't pan out exactly how as exactly as it was hyped. Do you yeah. think you bring in a dark zone concept oh, of into course. Division Two? Oh yeah, yeah. And you don't have to do it with like snow, with heat and stuff. You could have like a a toxic cloud come in. Yeah. Same. Well, just, just the thrill of like, Oh, I'm in the dark zone now. If I die, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, just that thrill alone gets players to come in. So dark zone is their risk reward. Yeah. Dark zone is their battle Royale mode. So, I mean, you, you improve upon it. What did you like about dark zone that you'd like to see in, in this second one? And what things would you change? Get rid of that electric guy. Yeah. (laughs) I would get rid of a chance. I mean, maybe you can't do this. I would get rid of the dark zone levels. I would have the dark zone be one zone, generally a max level zone, because that's you know higher yeah. end players are gonna play it. But I wanted, I would end get game. rid of the levels. Easy end game. Keep it one zone. You go in there, and it's just you're you're there. It's your risk reward. You know, you don't have to worry about dark zone one, two, three, four. You five. put the best weapons and gear in dark zone for end game, like you said, Mister Spicy. Uh, Is that what you would do? Yes, put your best gear in. Yeah. What about your PVE side, though? Because Dark Zone but, is PvP, well, the, a you know good, what I mean? A good game will always separate that gear. Sure, okay. Let the, PV, let the PvE guys enjoy their thing. Let the PvP guys enjoy their thing. I think once you mix that, that's that was the problem with Destiny, is they their PvP did not have PV, PvP gear. It was all one, and so they were balanced strong. Okay. I you see. know, like yeah. the, the what's that pistol that would poison people uh-huh. forever i can't remember the pistol but thorn. that was really really overpowered in pvp yeah i think it was thorn it was thorn that's right it was because you could see where they go because numbers would pop up yeah. as they were running away and then their shield wouldn't regenerate so it was a huge disadvantage disadvantage if you didn't have that weapon yeah. for a long time you know so i think a good game separates those two gear like guild war 2 guild wars 2 did it good i mean you could just go right into PvP, and you would have your own separate gear. Yeah, world, ver- world versus world. But what about the idea of like always progressing? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. they have that own system. Yeah, yeah. Separate right, that. Yeah. So, and you could even say you have to be max level to unlock that dark yeah. zone. Dark zone. Yeah, well, because I'm trying something. to, I'm trying to think of a way that where you, it, hmm. where you could do both. But in games like Destiny, where the guns have actual features on them, that's when it gets kind of hard. Yeah, and well, so, at, like with any game like this, mm-hmm. a Destiny or whatever, that's what makes the because games fun. Is like if you if other. you jump into the Warcraft, this latest expansion, they've changed the way PvP works. You can get high end gear no matter what you do. They're they're on the always progressing, right? So no matter what you can do, you can get high end gear. But how they do it is it's based on your gear level. So your item level, the higher, basically, there's kind of tiers of item levels. So even if you have the capped out item level, like the best in the world in PvP. If you're better than the lowest level guy, you're only like 2% better. So you're sure. still technically better, but it's not so much of a, you know what I mean? It's so not, like, you're not overwhelming. You, you kind better. of, you kind of appease both crowds. You got your hardcore min maxers that go in and like, yeah, I'm 2% better than you. And that, 
will come into effect, right? Yeah. But it's not. But see, in games like Division, when you got specific things on your guns and stuff, that's when it gets hard. That's why I think you it know should what I mean? be. Yeah, so it probably separated. should be separate. Yeah. Yeah. Kid Jordan, how about you? What would you keep? What would you get rid of in the dark zone? I already told you I'd get rid of the zones, the levels. Yeah, yeah no. I'd make it one big thing. Okay, one. Big and zone. would you keep it end game, like make spicy there? Uh, yeah. And then your competitive PvP would be just like when you hit level ten. Okay, let's do this then yeah, because division twenty. Yeah, <laughs> division is when it came out. Especially, it was going head to head with Destiny. Essentially, uh-huh. Destiny had come out insanely popular. Then the division came out. It was kind of seen as the alternative to Destiny, and it 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 had some success, but it did not have the success that Destiny had. Not at all. It didn't have the following necessarily, but it success enough to have a Division Two. It was it was it was a really solid yeah. game. What does Destiny Two need to do? Not Destiny Two. What does Division Two need to do in order? Dude, to honestly, what what I want to see bring people over from Destiny to beat that because de- it's it's the same kind of game. It's in the same genre for sure. I I want a game that you can't max out in a week you know what i mean like i want that yeah that's uh, been the trend with these games lately well i mean look i I mean it's not the developer's fault i mean we we i mean we just play too much you know what i mean i mean you're i mean it's not i mean i mean i know it's a lot of work because like vanilla wow i i know i only played a little bit of that mm -hmm. hardly anything but you could not it took months to max oh yeah the it was really like 55 to 60 was awful yeah, it, it took really it took a long time yeah. to max a character. So and, I, I mean, I there's something about that the feeling of actual accomplishment. Yeah. that takes longer. Well, than the thing is, is, three days to get everything you've ever wanted. I want like, I mean, I know you have your main story campaign and side quest, but like, I don't put in a hundred side quests that you know that the player needs to do or something like that. You know, Sword Art Online. Okay. You know what I mean? They were they were trapped in the game. They didn't get out in a week. You know, yeah. they they only got to level what? Two and a half 50? years or something? Yeah, I mean they, I mean they, but they but I want that like, oh yeah, we're on level 50 out of 100. Let's try and pre- you know, you, it's a slow progression. I mean, you yeah, want they, the long term But I guess expedition. I guess that's more of a grind though. You know what I mean? That, that makes but it more grindy, that game is set up you know? for. That's the balance that developers have to figure out because one of the reasons Even, Destiny 2 was criticized is because they they gave everything so quick and yeah. the hardcore players were disappointed in that. Sure. The the casual gamers like like us, we're like, woohoo. Like me. Uh, I'm, <laughs> done. <laughs> I'm done. Look how good I am. When really I'm not. I suck. Uh, <laughs> well, like even the dark zone, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be end game, but if you like if Mark, you know, like if you keep it separate, right? I mean, you go with like you're always I don't know, I just I I like the enjoyment of hitting level cap, but I it's it's nice to have to like like it's gonna take you a month or two to get to there. You know what it. I mean? Like, like I want to hit level cap maybe like a week before they're releasing their first DLC. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, hey, yeah. You know, but I, I just like, but that's just, but then it be, does it become grindy at that point? You know what I mean? You really got to find that balance. But I mean, not to mention that's a lot of work for the developer. A game like this is it's supposed to be grindy. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, grindy is good for some people and bad for others. Like, I, I want to log in and feel like, hey, let's go do that. That'll be difficult, but we'll still progress. You know what yeah. I mean? So Jordan wants to see a longer progression system, a more fleshed out progression system, maybe. Mr. McSpicy, how about you? What does Division need to do in order to beat Destiny, in order to be king in this genre? 
I was going to say, I need a loot cave. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> loot caves would be like a loot alley. <laughs> a loot alley. Yeah. I, I'll say something. I think Destiny has always had the hand up in division in weapons. Like, I don't care about any of the weapons. Well, they're not distinct they're enough, not, necessarily. They're not stylish well, enough. It's hard to do. I don't know how you would do it, but you've got to figure out. Also, or, or gear. Give me, like, whoop de do. I got a pink beanie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, no, I, I but agree. on yeah. Destiny, it's like, whoa, look at that armor. You know, well, yeah. the, there is something to say about a whimsical game like Division is more realistic. Well, you're it's the yeah. same with PUBG and you're Fortnite. anchored yeah. to the Tom Clancy franchise. You know what I mean? You're, I think you're you can't have this big old dragon warlord as a boss, which yeah. I would love. <laughs> yeah, you can't. But in, in a game like Fortnite, where everything's whimsical, you can have. Mary Poppins umbrellas and, yeah. you know, and honestly, dragon in, umbrellas. In, in Destiny, because it's like that, you could have a dragon in there. No one would think twice. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's because it's it's, they don't limit themselves to realism, I guess. Yeah. So it's easier for those style of games to do something other than a pink beanie. Yeah. Because, that, I mean, it's hard because you're in this realistic world. Maybe they thought pink beanies were cool. I don't know. You know, you, you, I mean, because you could like, still do something. I mean, the style they've got a style. Like, give me, give me gear that I'm going for. Well, what they could do is do like a Mr. T or a John Wick or like characters that look Make, like awesome people yeah. that we know from the 80s or, you know, or whatever. That's how you could do it. Because I really like they, one of the reasons I'm playing Fortnite right now is to get the John yeah, Wick skin. Yeah. yeah. They need stuff like that to push me to play it more. Yeah. Other well, than, yeah, they didn't do a good job on the skins. No, but the even, skins were not. Even whatever. like the stats themselves were kind of bottlenecked as well. You know what I mean? I mean, I know you had your, your like, if you got a certain specific set of gear, you were like 10% more sneaky. But wasn't that kind of, I mean, you reloaded fat. They were all very based in... In reality, reality, yeah. which is cool, and yeah, but I mean, I think that's where but Destiny kind of overtakes. But it I was, mean, but it wasn't so obvious that you had that. Like you know that you have that stat, but your opponent can't, or the pl person playing with you doesn't see that you've worked hard to get that yeah. attachment or that mm -hmm. thing. But in Destiny, they do. You're, well, because oh, someone dude, walks by, check and out like, that gun. Crap, check out that. Yeah, how would he get that, that mess? Check you out that inspect him, and then you Google what he's wearing, and, and it's hard. The, because yeah. of the nature of division, the story that's there, it's it's hard. But I th I think if you want to be the king in that genre, you've got to figure out a way to do it. I don't know how they do it. People are a lot smarter than than us. But I mean, you can just throw like the Tom Clancy out the window. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's what that's a, also an appeal. I guess you're right, though. You know, I mean, that I mean, because PUBG, this is a PUBG Fortnite argument. I like PUBG because it's real. Yeah. As well, you know. Well, and Division, what Division has is it's gritty. I mean, it has that going for it. It's gritty. It's dystopian. It's this. It, it's you're playing a military simulator, kind of, but it's not. It's definitely not because being the bosses are shoot them well, a million times before they die. What but, I like about Destiny is their rating and strike system. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I well, like same yeah. with Division. I feel like it didn't. Division have definitely it, didn't you know have I mean? as 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 good rating as, and strike shit systems for sure. Well, because the, they couldn't. They were limited to a big buff guy that's just a a spot like a sponge. You know, like you can't. He's, he, he's all he's not, got is health. Maybe what they do is they take it in a direction. How this was a virus that was unleashed. This virus unleashes and you get morphed monsters somehow. I don't know that come out of the sewer yeah. or, or something. Like or something, Left for Dead or the, something to that extent. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, but something or or morphed 
supernatural humans or, or yeah. something to that extent. The I don't funnest, know what you would do, but the funnest part about dungeons and raids and stuff is is the mechanics, right? And that's where it, I felt yeah. that first that lacked. first that first raid in the sewer. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, you mean the that what, had, that had pretty okay had mechanics like once APC. you figured it out it was super easy, but that had okay mechanics. Yeah, but all the enemies were just sponges. This is true. That's this is that's true. what was another thing that they did well is the dungeon creator. Basically, that they had where you go in and you. Well, oh cool. yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. The the, the <laughs> subway system area. Yeah, yeah. Online Squiddo in chat says, "For gun nuts like myself, I want to get awesome rare attachment attachments for my crafted AR-15 and make a gun unique to me." That is, I mean, they Why kind not, of they uh, kind of had that, but it, it again, you need to make like if you're going to have these realistic military style weapons that you can add attachments to, you got to make it. Obvious. You got to make it something to show off. Make that's it, why, that's make what it, it is. Easily seen. It's why an not ego. Uh, it's, it's an ego appeasement. Why can't you have crazy skins? You know, I mean, even Rainbow Six has crazy skins on their that guns. That you put guns, into yeah. your thing. That's true. I mean, I have an American flag gun. But in still, Rainbow at Six, the same time, it's, awesome. it's hard to see that on someone else, especially a game like Rainbow uh, Six. Yeah, yeah. So, how does Call of Duty do it with their system? They have skins. attachments they have and skins, golden and stuff. guns. Yeah, I guess. But is it is it apparent? Do they not, do? It? I mean, they're not I mean, trying to do what a Destiny and a Division no, are trying no, to do, no, though. So it's it's completely stuff. different. But I think I think if Division wants to compete, it's got to figure out oh. how to get that carrot on a stick through skins, equipment, stuff like that. There's also a 4K update for Division, the first Division coming out on Xbox One in Very April. Good. So. Very cool. Moving on, anyways. I think it's exciting. The Division coming yeah. out. I think it's an opportunity for Division. It's a great game. They really support Ubisoft. Hence, I mean, well done, Ubisoft. They yeah. supported that game I don't all remember. throughout and changed it consistently and improved it over time. It'll yeah. be exciting to see what happens with Division 2 for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops, or sorry, the, the new Call of Duty has been announced. It's going to be Black Ops. Black Ops 4. Mm. Very original. <laughs> no, I'm just well, kidding. I mean, well, yeah, I hear I've, that's I've, a jab, but it, they, yeah. have, they have the formula. Yeah. They, they don't want to stray too no, much. No, I got I got nothing against Call of Duty. Uh, I just didn't expect Black Ops to be the next one. Now, my question to you guys is, what do they do? Because Black Ops, Black Ops has gone both ways. It's gone back to Vietnam, and it's gone way into the future. Where, mm-hmm. where do you go? Um, you see the success of... It would be funny if they go, because isn't it rumored that Battlefield... Or the rumor is that Battlefield is confirmed. The next one's going to be World, World War, War II. It'd be funny if, if Call of Duty goes back to World War One. They just swap. <laughs> they did yeah. World War Two this time, and then they swap. Now there was just a little teaser. It didn't show anything. Where could they go? We're running out of we're running out of you wars. Can, you got to go to Roman times. I think man. you've got to go back. I really do. I think you got to go sword and board. Yeah, you just gotta. Just gotta have a time machine. Like that's the that's the campaign. Some time machine goes yeah. wacko. Then you have I mean, multiple they got universes. You know, you got your multiverse. You yeah. can do whatever you want. In this universe, aliens came. Where where do you <laughs> really? Where do you think they would go? I have. Do no you think idea. they're gonna go back modern time? I think that'd be smart for them. Maybe modern. Go in like, like the 90s. modern nineties. Go nineties. Because the the first Black Ops was Vietnam, right? Make up. Let's see. Make up some war in the nineties. Because we still had cool fighter jets, we had cool weapons. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I I would like Roman time, but that was remember that was the rumor. Yeah, that was Wasn't a thing. That a yeah, thing? That, that, were that was actually under Call of Duty. Yeah, one. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I, I'm not the guy to ask. Us the original Black Ops. The oh, Praetorian and Guard. 
Yeah. <laughs> and check this out. It's coming out October 12th, which is almost a full month before their usual release date. Yes. Now, here's what's interesting. Why do you think they're doing that? Red Dead Redemption. Oh, okay. That's that's actually probably a huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In fact, I think that was a question. I think that was a question. I don't. I don't take. Here we go. Adam Lockhart writes in and asks and says, "Black Ops Four release date in October instead of November." Adam says, "My guess is this is to get in front of the Red Dead Redemption Two juggernaut." Thoughts? And are there any other games that should do this? I think he's absolutely one hundred percent correct. Call and of I think Duty. Like, oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, the big <laughs> secret in gaming is that Rockstar rules like call of duty That's everybody every <laughs> well everybody talks about call of duty when it First releases rule it, about it sells Star. it sells more than than movies music all combined the sales are astronomical Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to do that, and everybody knows it. I, th- I mean, well, Grand Theft Auto 4 did that. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be huge, and I think it's smart. It's a smart business move. Call of Duty. Yeah. Pretty much every Grand Theft Auto did that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's smart for Call Pretty of Duty much though. Rock, it's just Rockstar to yeah. move yeah. to move up, get a month ahead of that. Don't release around Rockstar. I'm I'm just really Battlefield interested. needs to do it too. Absolutely, I think Battlefield needs I think to do it. Every game releasing that every game needs yeah. to do it. I think this year's a difficult year to release a game when you look at it. All of the dude that makes new me games that see are that makes out. me wonder because I I think Halo Six is going to be announced this year if it releases this year. It's got to be summer. It's got to be a summer release. You can't do summer though. Why? No big games come out in the summer. No one's home. I think you've got to change it. That's why. That's why Red Dead Redemption changed theirs. I I think you. I don't know what you do then. You wait till Christmas. You make you go. It a you go. I don't know. Because I mean, you invent a month <laughs> in between <laughs> August and September. Yeah. Uh, PMH does have a good point. Nobody was scared of bully. That's correct. <laughs> when it released. Yeah, that's okay. That's true. Okay, he's right. Isn't that okay? That's tough. But you, no, yeah, I invent a month. You invent a month. I'm really yeah. interested to see where Black Ops 4 goes. Yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting. So, no. So, we'll ab- probably find out more at E3. Uh, Fortnite's got a new update, which came out, and it's the 20v20v20v20. 20 v 20 v 20 v yeah. 20. Game mode. Has yeah. anybody had a chance to jump into that? No, no. My game kept crashing. <laughs> yeah. You want to share your thoughts? No. It's they, after this update came out, which came out this week, my. I, you guys were there like it just my game kept crashing couldn't, couldn't and crashing keep, and crashing couldn't stay open yeah i don't know that i played on my x as well so yeah. I, don't, I don't maybe know maybe yeah maybe that. it was just maybe i was broken but yeah uh 20 player teams up to 100 so five five teams of 20 is the new game mode Very and cool. it's cool that yep. is cool i i oh. monster hunter world has a new event a pair of cool shades yeah, I'm not seeing them. In fact, oh, no, no, sorry. Pair, it, it adds a pair of cool yeah, shades. Yeah, the shadow the shades. Ev- There's a quest. Event. It's a quest. <laughs> the quest event <laughs> is now out. Yeah, very so, good. So, and uh, you're you fighting the, the Titsuyaku. The Titsuyaku. I wanna, I'm trying to see these shades. I can't find them. Any, oh, there they are. There Can you show are. me? I I'm showing see. this guy's crafting them. Hold on, let's see. Once he, there they are. Uh, my it's not the best, but it's just yeah, normal. Yeah. It's just normal glasses. Oh, and nothing too. Great. Sorry, it's called it's called Flash in the Pan Event Quest. Yeah, nothing. And it's uh, you can't get a pair of cool shades. <laughs> nothing too big, Monster but definitely. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you need to do in these types yeah. of games uh, to keep so, them going. So yeah. good on you, good on you for Monster. Hunter. And then very surprising, but I guess Activision does own this IP. I think uh, Crash Bandicoot remastered for Xbox One coming. July 10th. The trilogy. The trilogy, the yeah, Bandicoot. the remastered trilogy, which trilogy. is very cool. I actually played the first and second Crash Bandicoot on the original PlayStation. 
that I didn't. So this will be a chance for me to play it. Yeah, or the PlayStation Two. I played it on one of them. But yeah, we had him. My sister actually played with us as well on that one. Oh really? Yeah, it's very it's a very fun game. That is I also played game. it in Uncharted 4 because it was in Uncharted 4. <laughs> <laughs> because that's why I was so surprised because I thought Naughty Dog made this game, which they did. It was the games were originally developed by Naughty Dog. Mm. But uh, yeah, and that's why I was like really surprised to actually see this coming to the other consoles. But I guess it's because Activision actually probably owns it now. Yeah. So speaking of Destiny 2, there's a new Iron Banner. Yep, Iron Banner's out, new weapons, the usual stuff. The game mode is Clash. If you uh, like PvP and Destiny, then this is the week to do it. Because okay. Iron Banner is now out. Kingdom Come lockpicking sucks royally. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Kingdom Come has an update. Here's what it does. It improves performance, but it fixes lockpicking. Lockpicking, or it attempts to fix lockpicking. I've not had a chance to jump in, Mr. McSpicy. I'm really excited for you to jump in. Yeah, and this see will actually how get me to jump back into this game. I, I haven't played it. I haven't tried it yet. They've they've redone Basically, what they said is new interface design makes it much easier to hold the sweet spot while turning the lock. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Easy and very easy trunks are now easier. Because <laughs> those lock are like hard mode. Well, I like how they go with controller, mouse difficulty unchanged. Because didn't you just hold down a key, basically? D. Yes. You just hit right, <laughs> which is, you know, they just have to be X Although, on, and it was the, on the controller. Yeah. Although, there's two patch notes in this one that i think are the best notes ever number one <laughs> guards won't frisk you as a as much <laughs> well they frisk me every time every time and you're, i always stole just, something it's whenever you steal something well, that's because that's why they're frisking you yeah and then he would just randomly he'd just come around the corner running at me hey let me Hold up one sec. Uh, I got to check something. It's like, oh. So, yeah, guards. Shoot, I just lost the jewelry I just stole. <laughs> and then you have to pay money. Oh, it's, yeah. Th- there's that's actually, funny. well, I guess there's actually three, but. They don't frisk you as much. So, that's one, yeah, one, one is guards won't frisk you as much. Two, Alchemy Bench will no longer launch you into the air. Oh. I did not have that happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty It sounds sweet. like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one, I just laughed because it says, your horse shouldn't. Get stuck when jumping fences. I like how how that it's guy like, is this. It's still a, a unsure. <laughs> yeah, like it like shouldn't. We did our best, but <laughs> meh. that that guy only took he, that guy must have taken like a half day that day. Yeah. They didn't know. They're like, ooh, uh, shouldn't do it. I yeah, shouldn't. That's like that's just like your CYA file. Yeah. You cover your A. Uh, I did my best. <laughs> it shouldn't. Did you fix the horse? Yeah, it, I mean, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, he really didn't fix it. He's just like, oh, yeah, I, I, I went to work that day. Yeah, so it shouldn't do It's that. like these Easter eggs in patch notes that you find I know, that are just fantastic. Funny. And then, of course, another big one. The game now has the save and exit feature, and I'll let Mark explain it because... How the save and exit Yeah, how the save and exit works. feature. Oh, so yeah. you can go to work, essentially. The go to work. Yeah. So they never, work you could never quit the game. <laughs> One the re- <laughs> for good reason. Yeah, like it's because it made it so like I Your have to decide matter. if I want to go yeah. over here. Or not, yeah, which know? actually forced me to play the game. Yeah. It's not like uh, uh, any other game where you could just save right before you talk to somebody and then go back to your load state. No, so what it, what they did is they just added a save and quit feature where it saves your game and you can quit and go to work or do whatever. But when you come back, when you load the game, it deleted that last save. So you couldn't abuse your games, your game saves. Yeah, sure. 
So because I when I first heard of this feature, I was like, ah, I don't like that because I like the fact that I can't permanence. just leave. You know, I like permanence. But this is a nice workaround to yeah, that because it still it still some, has that same. Sometimes your you, you your in laws come over, <laughs> and you got to go talk to them, but then you can't because you don't know if your horse is gonna. Because yeah, some guard will come frisky while you're uh, standing there. Um, there's also improved CPU load balancing, so better performance. So, and you know, a lot of quality of life. You don't have to sit down before you sleep. Now you can just go right to sleep. And don't uh, forget that they added Turkish subtitles. They added Turkish subtitles so, for for our Turkish yeah friends, our Turkish brethren. But uh, yeah, the it's 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 a decent patch. I mean, it's a good size. A lot of fixes coming in. A lot of optimizations coming in. And then your horse. You know, that's they're still working on that one. It shouldn't get stuck when you jump over fences now. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, meh, it might. It might Sne- get stuck. Sneaking past sleeping NPCs is now easier. I don't, I don't know. Sneaking past sleeping NPCs is now easier. Oh, well, couldn't you, didn't you level up your sneaking? Yeah, you still can. It's just now easier. I feel like yeah. I did that all the time, but maybe because don't you have to? You have to worry about your your sound on your like what clothes you yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, because if you're heavy and yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's easier. This must have been really hard. Yeah. I must have not had the heavy gear. I guess. I, I am going to YouTube people using the alchemy bench though pre patch because I want to see them get shot up into the <laughs> air. <laughs> that's that's just a fun bug. Uh, another update. Uh, PUBG laid out a roadmap. It was their roadmap. Yeah. Yeah. Road. So they're basically. Basically, what they're doing is, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they're they're seeming to kind of take some adjust, of the Fortnite stuff over. You know, Fortnite, like, hey, you stole they, it from us. We'll steal it right back. As they have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So one big thing, which I this is what I like about Fortnite, that I wish Battle Royale did, and sure. they're doing it. They're coming out with a four by four kilometer island next month, a lot smaller than the normal eight by eight. I like in Fortnite that the map is smaller. It makes matches quicker. It's the action is much more focused. You know what I less mean? Less runner simulator. Yeah, less, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a quarter of the size. There, there's no, there's PUBG no vehicles maps. in Fortnite, and I've heard people say I wish, but you don't need them because the map is, but but it's still good size. You know what I mean? It's but so new map. It's going to be an island map next month uh, in in the testing. So not not quite released on Xbox yet. But you're going to have emotes. So dancing, pointing, saluting. There's a direct yep. influence from Fortnite yep. right there. New game modes, new vehicles, first half of 2018. You got new weapon atta- attachments. Uh, there's going to be a second 8x8 eight eight kilometer map. So they're going to have one, two, three, four maps total. Okay. Because uh, you have the the two right now that are on PC at least, the original in the desert, and then you're going to have a new 8x8, eight eight, and then you're going to have that one 4x4. Four four. Yep. So very cool there. Overhaul parachute. Parachute overhaul. So basically... Uh, they're just going to polish it up. A lot of quality of life stuff coming as well as, I mean, some major, like the map. Yeah. Improved rendering art, uh, anti, anti cheap measures, which they need. One of the big ones is they're coming out and this has been announced for a while for like partner people or people partnered with the game and then certain third parties. So so for instance, people who put on esports and stuff, but custom game modes. And the reason that that's hopeful is because eventually that's going to trickle down to all of us is what is Uh theorized, which I really hope they do. I think the next move, and if PUBG was smart, that would, you want to draw everybody back to your game, custom, custom game servers. Mm -hmm. Boom. Mm -hmm. Right away. Everybody's in there because, and then let everybody create the rules that they want to create and stream those rules. And you have all these Mm -hmm. interesting games you got to do it first. So I, we're going to see that. We're going to see that soon. Guaranteed yep. from yeah. either Fortnite or PUBG. If Fortnite wants to seal the deal, 
they do that, the, it's game over. Well, that would be cool to have a hundred map sniper only. Yeah. Well, and then concept. and then and then with this, well, and then what a map like this four by four, where yeah. it's a quarter of size, you can go down if you only have twenty people, and you can go twenty people, you can go ten people. Just go. Maybe give, even give custom, all different options. Maybe even customize the maps as well. Like have maybe have one person, so you win every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the uh, game David. I thought I you would. Love. I thought you would like this one. Three uh, D replay for better esports. I know this was one of your. You that, like watching this esports. The esports is, e-sport is excellent. The coverage with it, absolutely. So and of course achievements in game friends list, which I don't feel like really applies on the console too much. Yeah, but for the PC, I think would be okay. The in game friends list, because I mean. With the Xbox follow, I mean, you don't necessarily have to friend someone. They can follow you, and you can still have them on the... You know, I just, I just don't... It, you know, in the console, it's not as a priority. But on the PC, I can see it working. Sure. Uh, squat voice, chat, and main menu, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming for PUBG, which is great because it's good. Okay, with this, with this roadmap released, does it feel like PUBG is in scramble mode? Nick writes in, writes in. That's a.k.a. Freaky, by the way. Huh. He says, with the release of PUBG roadmap... Do you guys feel like PUBG is in scramble mode as they try and win back players from Fortnite? Do you think it's a good idea to release this roadmap on the PC and several months later bring it on to the Xbox One like they were talking about no, doing? I don't think they're in scramble mode at all. I, I think, think it's Fortnite t- may have jarred them a little bit. Well, yeah, but that's just competition. Yeah. Uh, and I really do I really do believe these games aren't exclusive. Mm, sure. I think you like one, you like the other. Uh I think I think they Obviously, they can't suck, and they got to keep coming out with stuff. Yeah, uh, but I really do think PUBG still. No, is I there. think it's still there. It's still, I mean, it's still absolutely. got a big player base. I think the only mistake they're making with this roadmap is not releasing in tandem with console. I think yeah. when games do that, that's actually a big mistake because that's, you split your player base, and it it's just kind of like it's hard with a small studio though. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. I think no, that's no, no, the no, bottleneck right. right. here. Yeah, and so, that's that's the the ability that. F- that Fortnite, Fortnite that has, has and like even games like Overwatch where they release on the PC, but then two days, two or three days later, no more than a week, it's on the consoles after the PC. Yeah. And, and they say that because, you know, they have a good excuse. Well, everything on the PC is ours. Yeah. We have to, we got to make yeah. sure that we don't break <laughs> yeah. he Xbox or PlayStation. He basically you know. said like, if we put it in and break it, then, you know, we just fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with their own. You know, that, like, so that's they have to submit it through the certification. I think. I think. I, th- I think PUBG just has that bottleneck of but the, a small the thing studio, is, is and they uh, can't. I mean, you're releasing this stuff for testing. Why not release it in game preview? That's what game preview is for. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. I mean, I get that it's a small studio, and on the PC, you're not. You're not restricted where you have to go through your certification stuff with Xbox and all that. But yeah, so I, mean, I just, I just think it's, it's smarter to release it. To all your players, yeah. not just I would agree with community. with McSpicy. I don't think they're in scramble mode either. I do think they are seeing what works with Fortnite and saying we definitely need to add those features, i.e., emotes, for instance, uh, river dance, bringing smaller maps. <laughs> People can you like imagine? Off. Can you imagine on in like PUBG? You just start river dancing <laughs> on something. That'd be pretty funny. Anyways, great, great, great story, great question. We already talked about this one, but the Darwin Project is Boom. now available for. It'll be inter- again. I'm interested to see next week after we all have a chance to jump into mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. how what everyone thinks of it. Yeah, very. What we like, what we don't like about it, be interesting. I'm excited to try it out tonight. Yeah. Actually, inside Xbox. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, so uh, Xbox announced inside Xbox, and what this is, it's premiering March 10th, which is tomorrow. And basically, it's just a series that they're going to have, and it's going to do behind-the-scenes stuff. I think they're going to show a lot of Sea of Thieves behind the scenes and different things like that. So 
I, the vibe I get from it is imagine uh, this week on Xbox that Major Nelson does every week, but more like specific to like certain things. Like this week, they'll probably talk about, you know, on Inside Xbox, it's about the Sea of Thieves launch or, you know, and or PUBG, you know, they go into more detail yeah. on certain features. It's really cool. So, I mean, more more news from Xbox and the first episode is tomorrow. Someone March in Discord 10th. chat had made the comment that this reminds them or this they think is Xbox utilizing a Nintendo Direct of stuff yeah yeah and basically. nintendo direct works yeah it, it brings the hype does. it really does so anyways i'm yeah. really looking forward to no that. idea I yeah tomorrow i'm excited guy. to see tomorrow's episode i think it's going to be a lot of sea of thieves ish oh absolutely which will be fun because we only got a few a week 11 yeah. days absolutely. yeah 11 days 11 days and then of course ending on the new sea of thieves which we already talked about the beta open beta for everybody they're testing out a few new features but it's going to go from march 9th which is today all the way to march 11th which is sunday this weekend so free download. All you do is go to the store and search Sea of Thieves Final Beta. You actually have to hit the final beta, okay. and then it pulls up, and you download it. It's about 18 gigs, and you're good to go from there. Test it out. Have fun. Be a pirate. Absolutely. That game is such a good time. Great news this week. Always interesting news. Actually, It seems like every week. There's something. There's something to talk about there's, in the news, right? There's something there. There was some. Oh, that's such a good cool background you got. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. This week we've got a treat for you guys. Eight Bit Blonde oh. has joined us for some discussions. We talk about Fable streaming and yes, even cooking. Here she is, Miss Eight Bit Blonde. I'd like to welcome Eight Bit Blonde to the show. She's a gamer, a partnered streamer on Mixer, a community manager, a co-founder of the Xbox Stream Team. And Ahmad here on the X1 Bros Discord. Welcome, 8-Bit Blonde, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Uh, so let's just start. Why don't you just take a minute, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about uh, where you came from, how you get started gaming and streaming and, and the whole shot. Well, um, you kind of gave the, the the rundown of my business card right there. <laughs> um, I am all those things, and I have been for, for quite a while now. Um, I kind of got started in gaming as a, as a young child, like most of us do, um, I, I was bought Game Boys and other handheld consoles, you know, growing up. And it was kind of like a passing fancy, like if I needed something to play in the car during road trips, um, they were always there. But I only really started getting really into gaming and understanding that it was a community and not just a hobby when I got um, the OG Xbox mm. and I started playing Fable. And that was like the whole thing that started like... <laughs> everything and and basically got me to where i am now sure that was really the turning point and uh it was it it spawned basically everything my love of games my love of community and you know led to my career path and led to my hobbies and led to personal relationships as well so yeah it was definitely og xbox yeah very cool (laughs) so with with fable was there was there a community like an online forum or something that you were or was this other online games that you were you were part of so basically what happened with fable was um i got obsessed like i mean so incredibly entrenched in that game and i bought like i bought the guide the physical guide and everything and then I decided to look online because I, I forget what it was I was doing in the game exactly, but I wanted answers and I looked online and that's when I signed up for like my first gaming forum. That was obviously Fable specific in this case. Sure. Um, but then I realized I was like, wait a second, there's like hundreds of people like me who are obsessed with Fable. So there must be like thousands of other people out there who are obsessed with other games. And it just kind of like rolled from there. But Very Fable cool. was definitely like the 
the straw that broke the camel's back in this case. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that, that's it. <laughs> so I have never played the original Fable. I've only played Fable 3, and that's kind oh. of a topic of contention amongst Fable elite Fable should, fans. Yes. Yes, and as it should be. <laughs> Do you share the same opinion that of a lot of Fable fans that it is Fable 3 is not the greatest? Fable 3 is not as bad as Fable the Journey, which is the Connect game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I honestly did not mind Fable 3. I definitely did not put the the time and attention into Fable 2 and Fable 3 that I did the first game. Sure. Um, because, I mean, there are some fundamental differences between all three entries in the in the main series um i do do firmly believe that you need to go back and play the first one that's what i've been told uh, especially now that especially <laughs> now that it's been upgraded for um for xbox xbox one so yeah no absolutely yeah. so what's your is fable your favorite game what's your favorite game my favorite game of all time would have to be fable um, what's just, what's like, let's give us your top three my top three. Oh my god you're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> um, Fable 3. Uh, not Fable 3. Fable. Jeez. Fable. Uh, Halo. That's a good solid pick. Halo. And Oxenfree. Oh, Oxenfree. That's not one that I hear every day. Oxenfree, yes. though, huh? So why why Oxenfree? So I've played Oxenfree, and it's decent. <laughs> But why does it make you, why does it, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that your pick is wrong. <laughs> Judging but, me. <laughs> but what, what about Oxenfree makes it one of your favorite games? Is it the story and the way that they present the story or, or just the, I mean, it's, it's filled with a lot of uh, charisma and character. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. um, Oxenfree was kind of like a turning point for indie games for me. Um, I think it, it kind of epitomized what could be done outside of the AAA sphere um and the chances that could be taken and the storytelling that could be done when it when they don't when games don't adhere to you know traditional mechanics and presentation and it was actually my my game of the year for 2016 i was obsessed with this game i got sure. so many people to play it um i just think it's it's a masterpiece in storytelling and I, I've, I've said it more than once that like I played it, I played it with headphones on, I played it in the dark and it was the first game that ever made me get up and turn the lights on. I was wow. so unsettled by like the experiences in the game. They felt, oh, it was just, I loved it. And um, it just, it kind of stuck with me. And so it's kind of like my, my yardstick that I compare every other indie experience to at this point it's like well does it hold up like you know does it does it expand on storytelling and 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 character development in the same way that Oxenfree does but yeah it's definitely it's definitely a special game to me yeah no it's really I mean it is creepy the like radio frequencies that come in its use of sound is really they did the audio audio is perfect it was very unsettling like listening to it with like surround sound headphones it was like oh like <laughs> yeah. very unnerving no it, it's true it really was so streaming what got you started with streaming um i started streaming a couple several years ago um i didn't start on mixer or beam i started on twitch like most people do um because back then it was really the only option um and i started streaming on twitch because i was i was kind of going through a rough patch and i didn't have many real life friends who were into gaming and <clears throat> I found it very hard to connect with other people when I'm not able to 
talk about my passions and, and my passion is gaming. Sure. And I figured, you know what, maybe it would be easier to connect with people by streaming my favorite video games and getting to talk about my favorite video games um, with people who feel just as strongly. So I just kind of dove into it head okay. first. And um, I was actually streaming PC games at the time on Twitch. And I just, I kind of fell in love with it because you meet so many interesting people. You meet like just people you never would run into on the street. And it's just, it's a great experience to get to know people through a mutual passion. It's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. Now, are most people, did you, when you started streaming, did you do it primarily on the Xbox? Did you do it on PC? What, what games, what types of games did you start off streaming? Um, it was, it was. It was PC only when I was on Twitch, okay. um, just because my setup at the time, that was basically what it, what it allowed for. Um, and I got started by streaming Guild Wars 2. Oh, very good. Oh, I love Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2 is such a good game. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my gosh. I actually hadn't played it before I started streaming. So I just, I jumped in like with both feet as soon as I went live and just, you know, went from top to bottom through all the content in the game on stream. And it was just, it was, it was great. It was a really good time. So tell us about your transition over to, over to Mixer. Cause now obviously you're partnered on Mixer. How did that transition happen? And then how long did it take until you really started to see traction there? Okay. So I, I, when I started on Twitch, I streamed there for a little over a year and I actually ended up getting really burnt out. Um, when I first started streaming, I didn't have a grasp of the whole um, work-life hobby balance. And I really kind of, for lack of a better word, screwed myself over. Um, I just got very tired of it. I got physically sick because I was, you know, not getting enough sleep, worrying about streaming, stuff like that. So I took a very long hiatus and I jumped into streaming on Mixer in... May, I want to say late May of 2017. Okay. Um, so I haven't really been on Mixer for all that long. Um, I wanted to, I would, in my work life, we were busy launching a game um, when I discovered Mixer and I didn't want to start streaming until that responsibility was taken care of. Um, so it was May when I finally really got into it. And I would say that it took me probably about a month and a half, two months before I really started seeing the fruits of my labor. <laughs> um, you know, people started coming back, the numbers were going up, the viewers were going up. Um, yeah, so I would say probably about a month and a half or two months. Very cool. So did you, are there things that, what is it that you like about Mixer compared to Twitch? Is there something that really stands out to you there? that you notice a big difference in? At first, the thing that drew me um, was Mixer, or at the time, Beam. Um, Beam's commitment to community. Um, the Xbox acquisition hadn't happened, or the Microsoft acquisition hadn't happened yet. So it was, it was still like a much smaller pool. Sure. And it was very, very, very easy to, you know, hop from person to person stream and, you know, network and make friends and get to know one another. And that really hit home with me, you know, is you pop into a streamer stream um, on Monday. And then on Thursday, they know you, they're like expecting you to be there. And they're asking you about your day. And that was something that on Twitch, which is a much, I mean, it's an ocean in comparison, Sure, absolutely, is, is really hard to achieve. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I like both sites. And I, I 
have friends on both sites, but Mixer was just the better fit because I'm such a community-driven individual and that's reflected in Mixer's business practices. Sure. Um, so that was just a better match for me. Very cool. That's something that I noticed too is streaming on Mixer. You get to know people as they come in and it's, mm -hmm. and, and simply it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a numbers game. Cause like you said, Twitch is just such an ocean. You could get lost in or drowned it out is. by the noise. So, uh, you mentioned that you were in, you got burnt out. Now that burnout, was that just the streaming or did you get burned out of gaming as well? Uh, it was just streaming. It just was, streaming. um, I was working full time, you know, I, I was trying to keep up with, with friends and, and family relationships and also streaming. And, you know, when you get home at like six o'clock in the evening, you've got to eat, you've got to get other errands done. And then by the time you start streaming, it's like, you know, eight or nine o'clock at night. And then to really make an impact with your streams, they usually say about four hours Yeah, is like, you know, the minimum that you can stream. Absolutely. That just it, it it's a huge chunk of your evening and your your sleep kind of gouged out. And um I was pushing my limits. I was pushing, you know, sometimes six or seven hour streams during during the week, uh during the work week, I should should say. And um it just physically got too much for me to keep up with. And I was just like, you know what, I need to make a decision. And I just decided to stop streaming. Well. Yeah. So how 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 were you able to find that balance? Obviously you found balance here in, at, at, with Mixer, you became partnered. What did you, did you change anything or did your life circumstances just change? Life circumstances just, just okay. changed. Um, really, I, I work from home now, so that oh, makes things a lot easier. That's my dream right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's pros and cons, that's for sure. But I work from home now, so it's, it's much easier for me to accomplish, you know, um, the little things during the day that I normally have to do with the evening when you mm -hmm. get home. Um, I'm in a much, much better place personally, because I think that um, the gaming community in general can sometimes um, be hindered with, you know, mental health and stuff like that and, sure, and making yeah. sure you're in a good place. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in a better place in that respect as well. But definitely working from home makes a huge difference schedule wise and um, and having a very set work schedule as well helps. It's like, I know exactly what I'm doing at every part of the day and I can, I can, you know, block things out schedule wise. Sure. Probably definitely helps mm -hmm. with your consistency and stuff like that for sure. Okay. Give me w the easiest thing about streaming and the most difficult thing about streaming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the easiest thing is honestly like, is talking i can talk for forever <laughs> it's kind of a necessity absolutely <laughs> yeah i can and, and but some people struggle with that is sure. you know if they see the the viewer count dip they kind of stumble yeah. and it, as a streamer you have to know how to talk to yourself you have to know how to talk to two people as if they are 200 people yeah. um because we all have those days where you know chat there's like a lull in chat or or something like that or you know your your usuals don't pop in or, or stuff like that. So I can, the easiest thing for me is just being able to talk and keep talking. Um, but I'd have to say the hardest thing for me, and it's something that I'm, I'm getting better with is like being on all the time. Yeah. Cause I can talk, but sometimes my heart isn't in it. If I'm, you know, having a bad day or, you know, something's off, um, that can sometimes reflect in my, 
uh, my presence. Sure. And so that that's hard for me is to 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 always like be on and kind of put that other stuff <laughs> no. uh, to the wayside. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. In fact, starting to stream, and I know this is like a completely different level as like, but I can see how like stand up comedians or actors who always have to be on stage, I can see how they become addicted to drugs or other substances that honestly would help you to be on all the time, right? To yeah. help your boost your mood, different stimulants like that. So mm -hmm. I, I completely understand that. Absolutely. And it's, and it's like, no matter how much you love what you're doing, because I love it. I love streaming, but it's emotionally exhausting. Like after you finish a stream, it's like, it's draining. Yeah, no, absolutely. no matter how much fun you're having. Yeah. So I can, what's the, I definitely, what's, like what's the longest stream that you've done? Oh, that was back in my Twitch days. I did a 12 hour stream, which I mean, most people do 24 hour streams. Oh, yeah. I did do a 24 hour stream for charity once, but I don't really count that one. Sure. Um, but and I did a 12 your, hour yourself, It was like a trade off. No. Um, so we did um, with a blog that I write for in Montreal, um, Girls on Games, we did a 24 hour extra life marathon. Mm -hmm. And we did it at a local radio station. We used their setup. We like had like oh. all these big screens. We yeah. streamed the whole thing. Um, but there were so many of us that we were able to kind of like sleep a little bit here and there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's pretty hilarious because we we filmed the whole thing, obviously, because it was streamed. And there are times where I'm sitting looking at the screen, a game being played, and my eyes are open, but I have no <laughs> recollection of being awake. Like uh, that's at funny. All. Um, but personal stream, yeah, it was 12 hours and I actually did fall asleep on stream. Did you really like at your desk or yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I dozed oh, off, I dozed off for about a minute. And then when I came to, I was mumbling something about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. That's too funny. That yeah. I can imagine that that's tough. 12 consecutive hours. Yeah, that was not that a good cool. idea. So you you got you do a little bit of fork and geek where you show you stream <laughs> yourself cooking. Tell us a little bit about how that got started and what exactly that is. So fork and geek is a uh, video game themed cooking show that I host with my fiance. Um, we use the Mixer Create app, which is the the app that lets you stream directly from your phone. Um, so we use that and we set up in our kitchen and we make video game themed dishes or dishes taken directly from video games. Wow. Um, so yeah, we've been doing that for a couple months now. <laughs> hardest, hardest dish that you've had, had to make from a video oh, game. Oh gosh. Um, well we pick really easy ones on purpose because oh, okay. <laughs> neither of us are very good at cooking. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's change that then. Most delicious meal you've made from a video Ooh. game. I think that would probably have to be our most recent one. Um, we did a Final Fantasy inspired meal. We had cactuar cocktails, oh. which were really good. Um, we made Moogle pies, um, which contrary to popular belief are not like made of Moogles. They're actually <laughs> an item from Final Fantasy Online that sure. Moogles make. <laughs> and we did um, Mandragora, um, steakhouse style Mandragora, which was like a um, mushroom and leek uh, steak topping, which was pretty good. That was, I think, definitely my favorite meal so far. So Final Fantasy has the best cooks. That's that's what you're saying. Uh, Final Fantasy has some like I don't know if you've played Final Fantasy 15, but oh, the food, yeah, yeah, the food in that game looks so good. <laughs> On point, absolutely. <laughs> 
So a question that we like to ask everybody says we're about positive gaming. How do you balance life and gaming? What are some tips you have for some gamers struggling to balance family, life, work, and the greatest hobby on earth that is gaming? Probably not. Like, I mean, as someone who works in games, I have like my my day to day life is a little bit more steeped in gaming than the average person's. I'm also very lucky that I met my fiance on Xbox oh, wow. playing Halo. Oh, that's so cool. we both like games. And so kind of, you know, a, a piece of advice that I would give to a random person, you know, about making time with your significant other to do something that you both enjoy, um, whether it be, you know, like watching Netflix or going for a walk or, you know, stuff like that, going to see live music. Um, for us, that's staying home and, you know, gaming. So, but I mean, I think, I think the, the same concept applies is that you have to make, you have to make the effort um, for whoever's in your life, whether it's a significant other, whether it's family, whether it's friends, taking time out and exploring each other's passions, if they don't happen to be the same, is super important. Absolutely. And you yeah. don't necessarily have to like the same things that your boyfriend or your girlfriend likes, but at least respect them sure, and enjoy them. And so I think that that's super important, um, especially because, you know, gaming, gaming can be a little bit um, isolating at times, you know, and um, if you're really into a single player game or whatever. So I, yeah, that would be my biggest piece of advice is just make the effort when you're trying to balance all these things. Great advice. Absolutely. The effort is half the battle. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Finish the sentence for me. The person who enjoys my stream is probably a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. That probably I think, a little weird. Yeah. I think that's a great way to end the interview right there. So if you're a little bit weird and you're looking to watch an awesome stream, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Mixer. Uh, as 8BitBlonde, so Mixer.com slash 8BitBlonde, and also on Xbox as 8BitBlonde as well. So Perfect. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> thank you, 8BitBlonde, for being on the show. That was an awesome interview. Go check her out uh, on her stream channel. What a cool, her and her fiance, both really cool people. Terry Isepi yeah. writes in, and he says, with the State of Decay 2, Oh, yeah, pre-order. Pre-order. Not only that, there was a lot of co-op gameplay that came out with some long co-op gameplay. I, IGN had it. That game, can I, can I say this? Whoa. That game looks you, you so... Can. You can say that. Though. Whoa. Whoa. We're called Keanu Reeves. That game looks Keanu Reeves. <laughs> looks that good. Hey, that's pretty cool. It's very Keanu. Looks really good. The They're on a new game engine, much more polished, much more smooth. Mm -hmm. And the co-op, they've got in-game instances. The world looks really good. Now, yep. does it explain, does it go into depth how the co-op works? Like, are you just a random character brought into your other friend's world? So, so that, I know, watched, yeah, so it's fairly long, and they're going to be coming out with more of these mm -hmm. plays, uh, these Let's Plays. I watched it for about 15, no, 12 minutes, I want to say. I watched it for, and no, they were really just focusing on 
the mechanics of because the game how the co-op way. works could can make or break the game like if it's co-op where you just go help your friend that's i mean that's fun to help your friend but the i best think you can be in, in my the world opinion, permanently yeah the best I co-op in my opinion is when you're both progressing yeah you know what i mean and that's what it seemed like just from the footage that i saw for the footage that i saw the what the the co-op play that i saw we are going to be in this game and it's going yeah. to be a blast, what, guys. What I would love is, you know how in the first game you have different survivors that you can take control yeah. of and if, if one dies, yeah. he's gone? What I would love is if when you go into a co-op game, you choose which survivor that you have to take and if they die in the co-op game, they're still gone. They're gone for forever. And then vice versa. I mean, you're both, yeah. you're both well, still risking it because even, even in the host game, if that player dies, he's, he's still well, gone. Well, isn't that, I mean? is that not that's, happening? That, well, I, I'm not sure. I would assume because that's the state so. of decay model. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. You can't take away that model and it still be state of decay. Yeah. Then it's just another zombie. Maybe game. they've already <laughs> announced it. I just haven't read it. But I, I, I just wasn't sure how they I would go into your game and die. <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> would hurt you, though. Oh, that's what you're saying. That's in your game yeah, as well. Because you'd have to take uh, one of your survivors with you. If that's the case, then I don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I want to troll without repercussions. <laughs> Anyways, that, that go watch that. It's a good time. And Terry Aseppi, sorry, writes in, if you want to submit a question, you can do so every week over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash X1 Bros. A post goes up. Send us your message there. Ter- Terry Aseppi, with the state of good day, Blah blah blah. With State of Decay two, do you think the price of thirty dollars will have some people judging the game size and scope just based on their view of the value of sixty dollars games? Also, he says, do you think the Game Pass having Xbox One titles day of release will have an effect on these on people's views of the traditional sixty dollars game value? Basically, let me summarize his question: Do you think lower priced games? have the appearance of being less value because they're lower priced. Let's start there and then we'll continue with the question. Ms. Yes. Mr. McSpicy, you do think so? Yeah, do you think sure. $30 makes it seem like State of Decay is not as valuable, doesn't have as, as much a, yeah. content as a $60 game? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's really any arguing that. Sure. I think that's just how, I don't know if the word is economics work, but yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the real problem is if they say it's a six, you know, they price it at $60 and it feels like a $30 game yeah. that it'll never sell. Or a $30 game that feels like a $15 game. We've had the, those yeah. that we've written. A $30 game that feels like a $60 game, everyone's going to buy. Yeah. Yep. What's interesting in this question, and thank you for writing in, Terry, is does Game Pass change the perception of game value? Does it mm. overall, is yeah. it going to have an effect on the industry where it forces you to lower your the price of your game. I mean, Netflix has had that effect on movies, how much you'll pay for a movie mm-hmm. versus, I mean, you know, being able to stream it or download it and et cetera, et cetera. Books, I think books via Amazon Kindle has had that effect. Is Game Pass going to have a similar effect on how we view $60 games, especially on the Xbox? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I, I actually don't know. Because, I mean, like Jordan right here, he's buying Sea of Thieves anyways. And even though it's day one. Yeah. Yeah, on Game Pass. On Game Pass. I, which mostly because I wanted the pre-order stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know. And that, and see, that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to do it nowadays is yeah. to have incentives to... I think to over the long run, order. I think it will have an effect of lowering the price that we pay for games. Well, I mean, it's it, as of right now, it <clears throat> it is the best game value Oh, easily. And keep in mind, far, state, you know, keep in mind, I think the reason State of Decay 2 is $30 is because it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's going to be day one on Game Pass. Sea of Thieves is still 60 though. Is it really? So you paid 60 for it? 
I'm pretty sure it did. I just, I don't look at the price. <laughs> you know, I just, I just, <laughs> he just, yeah. He just hits that buy it's button. It's a blinder. He just <laughs> ignores it. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a $60 game. I, I think it's I think it's an interesting concept. I think you're going to see all the game consoles go to something similar. I mean, PlayStation already has it with its, its store. It doesn't have it with its exclusives like Microsoft has yeah. it here. But I, th- I think I, th- I do think a sixty dollar game will eventually be seen as a steep price to pay. Yeah, uh, Reactor League. I had Sea of Thieves pre-ordered until the minute Game Pass had the announcement. Why spend sixty dollar on a game? On a pass, I already have. I already already have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, but see, that's that's not necessarily the question here. The question is, does it change the perceived value of the game? Right. Well, it do, well. The, I mean, it, to his point there, it, I think what he's saying is it changed that game's no longer sixty dollars because he's paying ten dollars for a pass. Well, and that's a, they're trying to sell the pass. Yeah, and, and yeah. so that's where they're making their money yeah. is more people are buying the pass than before. So it's a it's a subscription base, yeah. which is all the rage nowadays. This is true, all the rage. Yeah, so subscription base. I don't. I, I don't know if it's going to change my perception of. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting value. to see over the years. Yeah. Especially if Game Pass is a success, which is, why wouldn't it be? The value is there. How it how it affects the game industry as a whole will be fascinating. Yeah. Overall, I would say games have stayed pretty steady in prices, wasn't it? When we were kids, when we were like in the Super Nintendo days, weren't games thirty nine ninety nine? Wasn't that the base price for games? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And so over how many years it's gone up twenty dollars? I I guess that's like a forty percent increase, but it really hasn't changed, for, especially for what you're getting. For what you're yeah, getting, yeah. And that's why they're they. I mean, that's a big reason they charge for DLCs and stuff. They're trying to recoup, recoup, and it's a lot more expensive nowadays to make a game. Although there's also a much larger audience to purchase that game. So sure. I mean, there's a lot of variables, but. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a well, change. It's, in it's, an, it's an interesting discussion. It'll be something that'll be fun to look out and see. Innova in chat says eventually it won't be on it anymore. I can see them keeping the new releases up for like a month. So I just want to clarify something. That is a, uh, that is something that especially at first was a concern. But Xbox did come out and say all of their Xbox exclusive <coughs> will forever be yeah. on the Game Pass. Forever, so that's yes. something yeah. that's their Forzas, their Forza Horizons, mm-hmm. their State of Decays, their Sea of Thieves. Well, if, anything if you look exclusive at, to um, Xbox if will you look be there at for the forever. Previous games like history. Well, so far, I mean, we were only yeah. what a year in, but Halo's been there since the beginning. Like it's never been taken off. And, yeah, and they. Did, like you said, they did come out and, and say that and they're going to be there forever. Yeah, because if it wasn't that, it really, I don't think, I think you have to do that in order to make Game Pass a success, a success mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. to really bring the draw. Well, I think they're really trying to push people toward Game Pass. They yeah. probably see more value in it than than just selling $60 games. Oh, yeah, well, what it is, it's the Apple and Amazon model. Yeah. Apple wants you in their ecosystem. Yeah. Amazon wants you in their ecosystem. They don't care if you're, they don't, basically... This is added value to keep you in your, yeah. their ecosystem. Yeah. And that's yeah, because we, we were worried about that, too, at first. Like, oh, are they just going to be in there for a month or this and that? But, yeah, yeah. they came out and announced that they'll be in there as permanently. Know, permanently, Basically. yeah, which which was really cool. It was refreshing to hear. Oh, so refreshing. Like yeah. a cold bidet. Yes. <laughs> refreshing. Yes. Uh, like a petunia. Like a petunia. That does it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Mr. McSpicy. Oh, can I tell you guys what I'm going to be doing? Let me let's start. Let's let's reverse this. Uh, okay. Okay. I will be play, playing obviously Project Darwin. 
because I want to check it out. The Darwin I also Project. did get my hands on a copy of Train Simulator. That yes, that's right. Train awesome. Simulator. Train Simulator. I'm going to be driving some trains. <laughs> that I'm... Choo, I'm choo. <laughs> <laughs> Dovetail. They make these simulation games, and I'm they're, there. And I don't know why they're appealing, but they are. They are. So getting to be something that I don't get to be in real life. Mr. McSpicy, what will you be up to, and where can people find you? Uh... I'm going to be preparing myself for Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Because it's really, we have one podcast next week on Friday, and then, and then it's, it's in. then it's here. It's in the bank. What's the date again on Sea of Thieves? 20th. Is March there 20th. any kind of early release for pre-orders or anything, Jordan? Do you get it early or anything <gasps> like that? I think. I, you? no, sorry. I just realized. Uh, okay. Silence. I, do you want me to, do you want me you, to use some music? I'm yeah, pretty music sure I will be off that Tuesday, so I'm an all night longer. An all night longer. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Oh, You're going to yeah. be. Yeah, I, I believe baby. your pirate package right there. PP. You got a big pirate package. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a bigger pirate package than the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, you're going to. I might be. I don't know. I'll have to look, but I think I am. That's good. Did you do this on purpose or is it? No, that was just a happy accident. <laughs> a happy ending. A happy ending to a pirate package. <laughs> pirate package. <laughs> Workday. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I'll be playing Fortnite because I still need to put in the time. Um, I want. I really want that River Dance thing, but uh, yeah. I'll be and all of my usual games. And I might dabble. I might stray a little bit. Play some. I I really still need to go back to Wolfenstein. Play that. That's oh one. so good, yeah. so good. Jordan, how about you? Uh, I'll be doing the fort or the fort. Oh, I'll be doing Fortnite, trying to get that Battle Tier One Hundred, and then Sea of Thieves this weekend. And then I don't know. After watching the Halo World Championship Series, it just kind of back huh? to Halo, huh? Get you motivated. Tell you what, I'll be doing Battlefield One Apocalypse. No, looking forward right, to that yeah. this this week of the community play. Is, it, is that that's next week or Saturday? Next Saturday. Okay. Next yeah. Saturday. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget PGTV Positive Gaming Television. If you've not yet, go and follow that channel. Mixer.com forward slash Positive Gaming or Twitch.tv forward slash Positive Gaming TV. Twenty four hours of game trailers. We have over three thousand there. We're updating them each and every month, each and every week. So we'll have the latest ones on there as well. Follow our Instagram account, Positive Gaming Messages, every day. And also go follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one, everybody.